Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepeth. And I'm Travis Walosh. And this is the podcast where Travis and I break down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, my favorite show, and one that Travis is watching for the first time. And we are at the end of season two. We've decided. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've decided to get, there's two episodes left, Doom World and Aruba. And we decided that we got a lot going on. The holidays are coming up. We got Travis is going to get into some other shit that's going on. And, and also, these two episodes flow together so well, it makes sense mm-hmm. to just do it, you know. And um, mm-hmm. so before we get started with the first Netflix synopsis, Travis, want to <laughs> fill us in on how your week's been going? Wow, wow, wow. So on Wednesday mornings, I teach just one class uh, kind of in the middle of town. Uh, so I have to drive to it. And that's fine. It's just one in-person class that I have with this one student and it's great uh but on the way home i'm just driving home and i turn to i gotta i turn down the a slightly busier street than the one i usually turn on because i had to go to the um, deposit my uh, paycheck at that uh bank on that side of the street and as i'm driving down the road out of nowhere a red big red big big red big and red <laughs> semi truck <laughs> semi truck just starts like drifting into me and i'm like freaking out and and he starts it spins me around so he's like uh, he's like pushing me perpendicular and he can't see me and i feel like he stopped for a second but then he I, then again started pushing me again for what apparently i was told was another 100 to 200 feet and Jesus people are Christ. coming out on the people are coming out on the street and waving at him i'm waving at him and honking my horn he can't even see me because i'm so small um but i'm fine i'm fine i was just drive the fuck what, out what do you it drive insane i drive a nissan leaf and electric <laughs> an ev man so this thing is just like ay, ay, ay. um so not a lot of yeah, weight the car we thought the we thought the car was going to be totaled um, oh yeah because it, like it totally t-boned me and it, you showed me the like picture dude able, i was like Oof, yeah. oh boy sounds like they're going to be able to save it um it was just madness um anyways it sounds like there's contradicting stories too so i don't need that oh, like i think boy. this guy's just worried he's gonna lose his, and worried i think he's worried he's gonna lose his job i don't want to talk too much more about it yeah, yeah but yeah. but uh you know it was it was in, intense it was intense um uh but and you know had to I, luckily but by weird coincidence i had scheduled a over the phone uh just doctor's checkup appointment <laughs> so that worked out well because she's like okay what's the case number so that, like there's stuff that they got to do there because even if i am feeling all right i, I again i don't want to talk about this stuff I, this mm-hmm. stuff you have to do um so it's been a, a while that was wednesday <laughs> I, was then, you, you know, I picture you while he's while he's pushing you you're waving your paycheck at him well i need to get yes. deposit yes. this yes yeah, right yeah, you make it sound like I'm waving my paycheck. Do you know who I am? <laughs> Hilarious. Um, so yeah, so that was nuts, right? So the week was mm-hmm. nuts and sorting all that stuff out and everything. So I just couldn't wait for the weekend. And Friday came. We love the weekend because we can all pull the bed out and just watch TV and hang out. And that night we watched The Mandalorian and we started the wrong guy, uh, 35th mm-hmm. or third, whatever. 23rd and a quarter anniversary thing that it's a charity thing that they're right. doing with the Q&A with we watched about an hour so we watched about half of it. we'll probably finish the rest of it tonight it's good Jennifer Tilly is really great when she shows up um it still looks great um so that, it's really cool seeing that and then on Saturday we just knew I just knew I had to relax like and they're, they're telling me I need to relax right and take it easy so we just we we got up and we watched back to back I mean after watching 
whatever stuff that my, my wife likes to watch in the morning when we're all just chilling um i put on uh we, we watched back-to-back legends episodes nice and uh everybody and you know that was the fun experience and then you know so it's just it's been awesome since i mean we got our christmas tree we decorated the christmas tree oh, great. um so everything's like, like that's what we did today it's just been like the best the weekend like I, I i've loved this weekend so much uh, i'll go back to work again on monday and uh yeah yeah but uh yeah, it's, been a, it's been a it's been a it's been a couple of days pal yeah, it sounds like so let me ask real quick how did the family feel about the, these two episodes oh um they were they were way into it they were way into it i mean like like they're i think we all I think Nora's not going to nitpick. My wife might have rolled her eyes at a couple things that we'll, we'll get to, um, but but so would I. Well, so did I. <laughs> Spoiler alert, guys. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, no, it was great. It was just fun to watch them. They wanted to watch them both back to back because after after uh, from what each of them had seen all season long and stuff, which mm-hmm. is like bits and pieces, right? But yeah. Uh, yeah, I like how much Nora got into it for sure. She really liked well, that's because uh, White Canary. That well, that's good because, like I said, these are especially at this point, these kind of you know shows for young young people, kitty shows. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this one was intense. And oh well, it was because you know they bring it hard in their finales. You know you'll yeah. you know you, you um last season you really enjoyed that last episode. You know, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed these two. Like the, like I said, the one we just did, the, the Fellowship of the Spear, was really bumpy. But I mm-hmm. said I, what it leads to, I really, really enjoy. And mm-hmm. rewatching it, there's a couple little things here and there, but I don't give a shit because I, mm. it, it, to me, it delivered big time. I really enjoyed these. <laughs> yeah, so, I thought episode 16 really delivered. I thought the finale finale mm-hmm. had the, had the more had more warts. I think it I think it kind of mm. plateaued and then kind of okay. wasn't as good. Like I think we we've had two great episode 16s. <laughs> let's say that for each season. <laughs> I I think I, all in all I think they probably could have got this to 16 if they needed to, if they really wanted to and to trim the fat, but we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Oh, I dug it. Um so Let's get started. What's the Netflix synopsis for part one, Doom World? As the Legion of Doom lords over Star City, the legends discover that reality has been rewritten and rally to steal back the Spear of Destiny. All right. So we open with Sarah and Amaya chasing some vigilante uh, through the streets and up the fire escapes. And they eventually take her out and it's Felicity Smoke. Remember her? Uh, no. Okay, from invade the invasion crossover, she's the spunky blonde uh, computer. Uh, you have to be more specific. Okay, <laughs> it just feels uh, like there was three or four of those. Green arrows. She's green arrows. Love interest. Okay, the one from Green Arrow. Okay, yeah, the one you liked. Yeah. You, you, you liked her. I, I recall. Okay. Um, I thought she might have been from the Flash, the blonde spunky one I liked from the Flash, but never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> who are geniuses you know it's much like the the cv the csi shows like there's like this person there's the tech person that right uh, when they do these uh at least on arrow and flash they don't have that on legends legends is just a, you know a mishmash of people mm-hmm. generally but uh so they take her to the mayor of star city is damien dark and uh Dark said, told, tell Sarah, just kill her. She snaps her fucking neck and he adds her mask to his trophy case 
of vigilante masks because mm-hmm. we're in doom world legion of doom is one you know but it doesn't matter everything the legends did all season nothing fucking worked they lost you know mm-hmm. where we're yeah, at it's like, here uh, it's like back to the future too biff tannen much much like that is in charge <laughs> with magic biff with magic yeah yeah biff with magic that would have been a good uh uh, uh, title of this episode, <laughs> Biff with Magic. So, in his uh, collection of masks, he has um, Ragmans, Black Canaries, Wild Dogs, Vigilantes, Green Arrows, The Flashes, and Spartans. So, I, I know you recognize hey, who's Ragman. Okay, Ragman <laughs> is in the comics a very obscure character. Dude, could make yeah. so many inappropriate comments. Uh, please, right go ahead. I was <laughs> waiting for you to <laughs> Ragman. Why are you in such a bad mood again? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So that's it. That's as far as I'm going to go. Okay. Just um, I'm, I'm, I've got that, that, that accident in my mind all episode uh-huh. here. Tonight, they're going to use against me in the courtroom or something. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, who, who, who are we kidding? I'm fucked. If, if, if they, <laughs> they listen to this, if they go if back they, at all, all 30, uh, 30 plus episodes, there's gotta be something. I put it to you, Your Honor. Yes. Who do you trust? Feminine, feminine <laughs> icon, Katie Lots, or the man who suggested that she would do these favors <laughs> with this horrible portrayal. <laughs> Alfred, a world world renowned criminal, Al Capone. <laughs> anyway, real quick, Ragman, he's he like where his costume is made out of rags, but they're magical. It looks really cool on the comics page. You know, it's like this haunted mm-hmm. cloak that was passed down. There's a um, a Jewish mythos to it. Okay. Uh, spooky magical character. They tried to have him be part of the team Arrow when they decided to give Arrow a, a supporting cast of fellow vigilantes, and yep. it didn't work at all. The, the, the mm-hmm. character looked silly. It looked stupid. It was too magical. The actor was he was good, but kind of annoying. They they cut bait on that character real quick. But at this point, he still existed in this universe. <clears throat> and uh ragman <laughs> when they first introduced i was like so hyped because i loved the character like what an obscure deep pull and then i mm-hmm. saw how it looked on the screen and went nah, no. i mean a, a couple of those were like i'm sure were were awesome for you just seeing that that little you'd love i dude if i could get um one thing just like one okay you're allowed one thing from the set to give mm-hmm. to to johnny oh, okay. i would pick that that whole glass thing with all with the of the, all of the masks inside there that, yeah, that no, would, i'd be the, that like I, nice I, at your place you betcha a wild dog's mask and wild dog's mask is just a hockey mask so you can make that right right <laughs> okay that's hilarious and oh dude i don't know if i even wanted i want to give this away but i was looking up the prices of cameos online with my family the other day because we oh, were, really I told you, nora loves the office right like way right. more than any six-year-old i know so <laughs> than any six-year-old ever yes yeah, so, so i so we really wanted to get uh see how much kevin a, a cameo from hi nora <laughs> how's it going <laughs> 
We just think it would be the funniest one. And then he's he's way too much money. Toby is mm-hmm. ridiculously expensive. The actor who plays Toby, who has a lot of other stuff going on. Apparently, all of his go to cami or go to charities. So that's I mean, cool. that's awesome. Um, but dude, the actor who plays Damien Dark does cameos for really? very affordable um Neil McDonough? I think we- Yes, yes, very affordable. So I, I think we could get think about how we could incorporate him into something here. Forty dollars? No, I think it's like forty dollars. Forty dollars? Very affordable. Just a plug. I'm sure. I don't want to. I don't want to undersell him. But I was just. I was impressed. That's shocking to me. I know. And guess That's what enough. it says for his credits? Guess what it says? Legends Dark. of Tomorrow, baby. Legends. This is Legends of Tomorrow. That's where he's from. It's awesome. So we should look into it, I think, for, for some sort of something. We got to do something with it. Oh, I, believe me, the, the, the wheels are turning already, my yeah, friend. That this is happening. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. To... <laughs> and if he's and if we get the video one, I want him to switch hats in the middle of it, because in this episode, in these episodes, we get to see him in all of his hat glory. Sure thing. Because yeah, yeah. He's got a fedora that his jaunty calf comes back. He brings all of his hats everywhere he goes. <laughs> oh man! So Merlin is confronting Thawne because he wants you know his turn at the spear. You see that the Black Flash is locked up, and the Calibris book has been destroyed. Thawne destroyed it, and only he can use the spear because he's the only one that can remember how to do it with his speed. Mm-hmm. And he tells uh, Merlin. That the partnership is ended. I'd like, I love this. I have to take this out. He's like, You got what you wanted. Your wife and son are both alive and in good spirits. Your daughter Thea adores you. Nissa Al Ghul is trapped in a miserable, miserable closeted life in the middle of Ohio. And hey, you can even clap again. What more do you want? <laughs> it's pretty good. That was pretty great. I mean, not like, I, I, I don't. Like I'm sure he's, that's tying in stuff that I'd completely forgot was part of his backstory, but yes. that's great. Yeah, yes. that's fine. Because when he says Nissa Al Ghul trapped in a closeted life, the look on they cut to uh, Merlin. He raises his eyebrow in evil with a little smile. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's homophobic, right? You had mentioned that. Yes. yes. Yeah. Cool. And she was supposed to marry him, but she was in love with Sarah Lance, baby. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. They got they got a lot of backstory, baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, so Jax walks in, and because he's in charge of some project that they got going on, and he's and Franz Drama is trying to do a different accent here because he's British. We've heard his take on Jax. This is a more corporate structure guy, Jax. Yeah. You know, he's trying on a different accent it's it's yeah, yeah. it's a little off-putting it's just a prick just a really yeah. shitty boss total shitty boss <laughs> his shirt unbuttoned a little bit just ugh, oh, that guy off you can feel the energy when he walks in the room ugh, mm-hmm. look who's here fuck everyone just sits up a bit and like just uh just the worst i know those people <laughs> so thawne threatens him he says you gotta you know we're gonna kill you if the project doesn't get up and running quick and merlin is mad that they've left the legends alive. He's like, what are you doing? We should have just killed him. But Dark and Thawne are of that super villain bent. He's like, no, no, we keep them alive to fuck with them. You know, which I love. That's right. pure comic book shit. You know, of course you go, well, let's just kill him. 
Like, no, no, no. no. Just hey, you got to find a way out of it. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Dr. Doom wants to fuck with Reed Richards. He doesn't want to kill yeah. him. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Keep it going. Keep it going. I'm, I'm going. I'm going. Let me just find. No, no, no. That's what I mean. I mean, I mean, just like, like, with, like, there's a couple of thoughts. Like, that's, that's me. Like, with the, mm-hmm. why they done this and why, why, why they like, they always have to do that, right? And why this happened yeah. and why that happened. And and at this point, I'm totally like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. But keep Thorn, it going. Keep it. Thorn won't tell him what the project is, and uh, but he's like, he needs to. Uh, he, he mentions that uh, how Snart and Mick are doing just fine. So then we cut to Snart and Mick arrive at a jewelry store. The cops confront him, but they let him go because, like, oh no, Mr. Snart, mm-hmm. you know, thank you. And downtown uh, Vancouver, very recognizable. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Bank of Montreal and the uh, post office, downtown Robson Street. Mm. And or so Georgia, Mick, pardon me, Georgia. Okay. So, so Mick is like, kind of like, well, what the fuck is this? This, this isn't, what's the point of this? This isn't being a criminal. And you can already tell he, he knows he's, he's fucked up, that he's made a mistake. And, mm-hmm immediately Thawne, you know, summons them. And uh, he's like, well, since when do we get summoned? He's like, since Thawne agreed not to wipe you and your friends from existence. So, so there's that as well. I guess I guess apparently the, the deal was, it, it, it kind of contradicts right. the right. whole, the bad guys do it just because they want to. But anyway, uh, let's cut to Rip yeah. Hunter. That's what I mean. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Let's cut to Rip Hunter, Travis. Mm-hmm. Rip Hunter is trapped on the wave rider and we mm-hmm. find out, this has been a, for a year so he's been trapped for a year at all there's been a year has gone by mm-hmm. and he's been trapped on the wave rider making cakes making nice looking cakes pretty deep, really decent like, looking like cakes. craftsmanship mm-hmm. like that's uh i'm sure there's got to be a way you can get some accelerated classes on a ship like that for something like that or even have a little help along the way, Ooh, like confectionary wise. Yeah. But yeah, they look great. They're great looking cakes. That's why, I, of course, we're all like, that's the kind of, when I talked about like the shows that my wife likes to watch, it's like cake making shows and like okay. home decor shows and things like that. That's like always good. When you're just at this point. You put it in. Yeah. No, it's like, hey, hey, look at those cakes. Those are nice looking cakes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, how'd she feel when he took that nice looking cake and just tossed it on the ground? Yeah. Well, I mean, well, the, the, we, I think we we like the big reveal, and that's why we really like the cakes because they because they're mm. just they're teeny tiny cakes. That's pretty neat. <laughs> Makes them even more cute. You should see on the I'm, I didn't bother with it, but on the IMDb because some of the cakes, yeah, one cake has a bow tie and the other ones have uh, watches on them because of course it's a fucking time cake. Really, like, oh, right. those are those are Doctor Who references. They're doing Doctor Who references. Not for fuck's sake. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe the bow tie. Yeah maybe i i don't think so i, I think you're mm. it's reaching <laughs> you know mm. it's all just because arthur darvel was in doctor who so they just see it everywhere right and oh gosh goodness gracious so we cut and this when i first saw this travis mm-hmm. when this first aired i was filled with so much joy and it upon this viewing just as much joy because we get the shot of where the reactor is, the, the building where the, the reactor is. And it is the Legion of Doom headquarters from the Super Friends cartoon, Challenger the Super Friends. Yeah. You know, from the 70s, the really good one. And they it, it, it looked just like that. And it, it was in a swamp. And it hmm. was the headquarters of the Legion of Doom, which were all the bad guys. And hmm. uh, it was the one season of Super Friends where the super friends or the justice league actually fought 
super villains all the time. So it was a group of, uh, of super villains. Right. And it was my favorite thing I'd ever seen on t- television. At the, right. right? <laughs> like, do those exist yeah. on, do those exist streaming anywhere now? They were on the DC app, which mm-hmm. just died out. Right. So it would be absorbed onto HBO Max now. Right. So they're right. probably living there. Cause I watched a few of them mm-hmm. when I, when I had that DC app and I was like, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind going back and watching some of those. Oh, I have like faint memories, right? Faint memories. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was on its way out when I was Solomon Grundy. It was, it, it, it was 1978, so I was. Yeah, that's when I discovered uh, Mitzel Plick. He wasn't in these. He wasn't in these. No, no, sure? he, no. He was not a member I mean, of the Legion of Doom. He was in Super Friends. They yeah, were, that's what I mean. He was in a Super Friends episode. Yeah, yeah. The, the Legion of Doom was luthor oh, yeah. the riddler solomon grundy yeah. <laughs> solomon grundy had a southern accent solomon grundy smash superman <laughs> <I like that. laughs> there's gorilla grod the toy man tennessee the, uh, Rainiac. oh captain cold cool. captain cold was in the the legion of doom nice no, no joker hmm. too much of a wild card too much oh i like that i like that so stein is working on a project and jack is just bullying him so you can't go home ever. And he throws the picture of his fucking family. <laughs> and right. Yeah. Just a terrible <laughs> boss. Just the worst. Reminds me of, the, yeah, of an old life in hell comic uh, <laughs> that Matt Groening used to do when he did the, mm-hmm. all the different types of bosses, the nine types of bad bosses. And one of them, the worst one is like a psychopath. It's like, how dare you duck when I throw things at you? That's what he's <laughs> screaming. <laughs> That's what that and that's what Jax is, man. Jax is a prick. Everybody's a prick to Garber and this. Uh, and I, th- I think it's funny that we never hear what happens to this version of Garber. He just kind of, oh, yeah, I guess he just kind of didn't get switched over and ended up staying on that job in this alternate reality. Well, some people died in this alternate no, the, reality. Well, no, the alt- that whole reality would have been wiped out. I know, I know, it ends up being wiped but, yeah. out. But that's well, so depends funny. On, we just depends kinda, on how you gave up it. on him. <laughs> yeah. Well, just kind of gave up on him. Well, what oh, can well. you do? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. At the end, when Mick is pointing it out to them, when they all meet, they're like, oh, some of us didn't make it, huh? And he points at the two who are dead, and he points at Garver and goes, good as dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's just got to check. I mean, they could have had his heart taken out, too. Who cares? It would have been like, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Speaking of that. This is the episode your friend worked on. You had mentioned that oh, you had right? a friend who worked on an episode where he worked. You said the special, big special effect was the okay. Heart. Okay, so guy, uh, yeah, Joel Calier. Uh, he's uh, he's uh, the the guy and his his effects crew are the guys who did all my robot makeup for mm. my um, Farm Bureau financial oh, wow. uh, uh, ads I've done. Um, yeah, he's really, his studio is fascinating. I was able to bring my students there once. I brought uh, Nora there. They got a couple tattoos from Riverdale. Nora and, and Christine Ooh. each got uh, no, Christine's uh, Southside Serpents uh, Ooh, nice. uh, 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 tattoo. Looked badass. It looked legit. And uh, uh, because that's what they do, right? And then uh, yeah, yeah. Nora had like a nice, uh, the because they're like fake tattoos, but ones that look good and last a long time. So her very first school photo in kindergarten, you can see the <laughs> tattoo, but we didn't realize it until afterwards. Like shit. Oh well. But yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, oh uh, yeah. No, but what did you say? Did she, she have uh, a, no, did, did she have a, a little miniature one of those? miniature pack of smokes rolled up in her other yeah, sleeve yeah, too yeah, basically yeah she, she's followed like that they were that's funny they were watching uh popeye cartoons yesterday 
but then she associates him with the candy cigarettes you know so that's what she's like yeah i like those candy cigarettes they're tasty i'm like oh boy wait a minute hold on a second Are, is I, that a canadian I, thing popeye candy no 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 no, no, well, no 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 i have two questions now okay one of course i know what candy cigarettes are they haven't existed here in a long long time yeah. i remember loving them when i was a kid there was two kinds there was yeah gum that was i remember those, the gum paper. the gum as well yeah wrapped and, and in paper. they had powdered sugar so you got one poof to to yeah. mimic smoke and the other That's ones right yeah and, and the, there was the hard candy one the popeye ones and now well, they just call just, them candy sticks okay well that well, okay they haven't sold those in america in quite some time because mm-hmm. of course you're not gonna of course well duh so, yeah it's pretty amazing that they do still sell them you know now that was my first question you could still buy them there yeah and question why is popeye but why is popeye the the marketing slogan for these because that did not exist here i'm a popeye aficionado i did not know that popeye was selling was an agent of big canadian tobacco trying to get (laughs) (laughs) you wants to talk like popeye's your moves kind of the real thing kids (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's right (laughs) <laughs> it's revealed in the last the very last Popeye episode his voice he's had a tracheotomy the whole time I love that you guys are watching uh, Popeye cartoons that's, uh, that's mm-hmm. an era me. that I that I hadn't I wasn't that familiar with or which era? Familiar what, with. Like, I'm more era? familiar with like the Fleischman or the Fleischer um, you know the, the 40s the really I, cool yeah, yeah the I background and stuff like that and then there was some in like the like I want to say 70s and stuff that I remember being on but there's some in the middle there that almost look kind of Hanna-Barbera-esque that are really good mm. I, had a quick, I was going to ask, I think you might know this. Why is it sometimes Brutus and sometimes Bluto? Okay, I don't know why they changed yeah. it. But when it changed was, it was Bluto originally all the way up through, there was the Fleischer ones, and then they went to MGM through the 40s and the 50s. Uh, but he was still Bluto, Bluto. And then... And they wore, they switched to like permanently wearing the white sailor suits. Mm-hmm. They were like permanently in the Navy, basically. That's right. And then they stopped making those. And then they came out with these really low rent looking Popeyes. Right around the same time, they did those weird experimental low rent Tom and Jerry's, which I hated as a kid. When they so, were friendly? No, none of them friendly weren't friendly at all, but the, the animation style went from being so slick to being like jagged. It was like that. It was like the the, the itchy and scratchy from uh, the, the communist block on The Simpsons. <laughs> right, right. But not the Chuck Jones, Tom and Jerry, right? No, no, not the Chuck Jones one. It was no. like, it was in between. It was, no. they were very in weird. Between. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and Popeye switched to this, these very low rent looking ones where Brutus went from being big and muscular and Bluto to being Brutus and he was fat and had a um, a blue shirt. And that's when he turned yeah. into Brutus. And yeah. it became Brutus from that point on. And then it would go, they did so many weird Popeye reboots for Saturday mornings. There, there was one called Popeye and Sun. I like, your, I like your Popeye knowledge, man. Oh, there was one called Popeye and Sun 
where they, right. him and Olive had gotten married and he goes, oh, oh, oh he's a nerd boy. Oh, you know, terrible. Yeah, I think I remember those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm a huge fan of the the comic strip, Thimble, Thimble Theater. Like I, I've, mm-hmm. I, I've read collections of old. Yeah, I remember Thimble reading Theaters. some of those too Fantastic. when I was younger. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, and I know how they're like, yeah, how they're like, how acclaimed they are and seen as like these important pieces. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh, they're so, they're still great. That's where you really get to meet like the part of, like comic strip history. Yeah, go yeah, far. Right. Yeah, I mean, they were a continuing, they were comical, but it was a continuing story arcs that went on for right. months right. and months and, and merged in and out of other storylines. You know, it's mm-hmm. they weren't they weren't like one page one one thing gags. There was like they, right. they were they would go on adventures cool. and shit. It was super fucking cool. Mm. <clears throat> Tune into our new Popeye podcast that's coming up soon because I think I, I could do I that. I'm into it. Yeah, I don't like I don't like, like, I don't like the movie. Betcha Nelson, Betcha mm-hmm. Nelson would be into it. Oh, that'd be cool. Got to reboot Imaginary Stories. That's a good idea. You know, that could be a good imaginary story. It doesn't have to be three hours long. We could talk about Popeye. Right, right. <laughs> so let's talk about Legends of Tomorrow because Ray is the janitor Ooh. who's picking up the the, uh, uh, the picture. So Ray's been turned into just a dopey yeah, like janitor. The, that's a good reveal. That's a good reveal. Mm-hmm. And we cut the thong on the phone with Trump, if you if you noticed. <laughs> uh because he like, give my best to Mel and talks about you know going to your golf course and he's gonna give him some more medals oh, and shit. Right, so right, yeah, because, I didn't get that at first. Yeah, well, it it's also I guess I get it because in Doom World, Doom World, this is yeah. We wait a second. We live in Doom World. They don't even have to change a president. That's how bad it is. I get it. Well, well, and also in their in their uh, what's the word you want to use the the storylines. They've introduced that in Invasion. There's a new president. It's that uh, African-American lady who took over after the president was blown up by dom- dominators. So in Doom right. World, it's Donald Trump. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Biff Tan and Biff with magic. Mm-hmm. He somehow sticks around, though, as president in these shows, so, sort of. Mm-hmm. And um, so but Thawne is the smartest man in the world. He has wiped out he got rid of global warming. He uh, figured out desalinization. Uh, and we find this out because Nate runs in. And in this uh, world, Nate is a conspiracy theorist nerd with a, a wig haircut that <laughs> looks like yes. they got it from a okay. freight store. Oh, no. So first of all, I need to like issue an apology for, for last episode. And I'll explain why in a minute. Mm-hmm. But second of all, Right here, right now, I need to know from you. Yes. From a scale of one to ten, one being the least looking like him, and ten being the most. How many Brecken Myers for this appearance here? As this guy walks in <laughs> looking like this, how many Brecken Myers? You know, and I didn't I even apologize. I we missed last episode, you guys. I'm sorry. I won't mm. let it happen again. But this is the way I thought I would finish it. Like, oh my God, what do you think? I How many on a scale of one to, to ten? Brecken. It didn't yeah. occur to me, but I gotta say, I don't know if it's the bad wig, but <laughs> the work boots. Yeah, did it? I, I yeah, I nine nine. Yeah, is, I, I think nine, nine or ten. Yeah, is the Brecken Meyerist he has looked of all the Brecken Myers? You're the Brecken Meyerist. <laughs> 
Speaking of Meg Meyer, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry he Christmas. just like he just looks like he looks like he's rolled off the set of Old School or whatever the fucking show. Was. <laughs> what was it? No, no, Road Trip. Road Trip. Road Trip. Yeah. Um, I, speaking of Breckin Meyer, though, I've recently like you know we're all doing again our what are we going to rewatch? What are we going to binge? What's going to be our you know, our comfort yeah. food? Going with robot the- chicken. No, no, no. For me, it has been King of the Hill. I've mentioned it to you guys. There's so much. Oh, yeah. So much I've seen, so much I haven't seen. It was on for 13 seasons. There's a lot I missed. So I'm I'm catching up, but I'm not watching it in any order because you really don't have to. I'm just jumping sure. around. And I've been taking the time to watch the credits and see who's doing voices. Brecken Meyer is a regular on King of the Hill. Cool. I think he just he's like, he, um, like random. No, I think he's um, uh, Joseph Gribble. He, you know, Dale Gribble's kid, right. who's you know, John Redcorn's his biological oh, father. Right, of course, awesome. Uh huh. And cool. So, in, in doing so, it made me realize something about how King of the Hill just kind of just just kept up being consistent and great in the middle of all those cartoon wars and shit that he was just plugging right. along. Right. 13 yeah. seasons, two Emmys, tons of nominations. And I've heard arguments for the most consistent television series of all time. I would make that argument. And I'm, I'm rewatching yeah. it now. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It, it just gets better and better. Yeah. And better. It never falls. When they finished it's it. It's Mission they, Impossible. Remember, there's a throwback to last week. Last, yeah, seven, that, so. which, by the way, seven seasons Mission Impossible was on. It was yeah. a huge, huge hit. I meant the movies, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I just say the way people see the movies, but no, I honestly right, heard right, someone right. say that about uh, King of the Hill uh, mm-hmm. recently. That but it was also, like always, but what, I don't remember there being a shitty up. Yeah, no, but what also you notice is so many guest star voices, but it never felt like King of the Hill waved that guest star voice flag sure, you I would just it. yeah yeah you just yeah. look at the credits and go wait who what what it was it was constant whereas like whereas right. on the simpsons remember on the simpsons it got to a point oh yeah where you're saying oh, yeah. oh everyone wants to be on yeah. the simpsons oh, that, like, now i get now. it yeah, yeah, yeah it has been for the last yeah like decade probably but yeah, yeah like at the even even at its even in its heyday it was like big deal when elizabeth elizabeth taylor is going to do the voice mm-hmm. of uh, maggie you right. know little things like michael jackson but they would also like Simpsons that. got to the point where that was a part of like the advertising, you know, on right. that episode. Right. Yeah. King but they Hill never relied on that. Yeah. Never. You'd, you'd find out. And also looking at the credits in the later seasons, this surprised me. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Wyatt Cenac. Wyatt Cenac. Yep. Wyatt of course. Cenac. Okay. He was on the writing team, took over as head writer, and through the like years and years of this show, he was basically the lead of the writing team on King of the Hill as the huh. show was just Crazy. brilliant. I have no idea. Yeah. And no I idea never knew that. Involved with it. That's cool. I've listened to him interviews, podcasts. Yeah. I love the shows. On. Never <laughs> heard him mention that. And the, I, I was like, well, that makes sense. Cause he's funny. <laughs> yeah. 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 And a sharp guy. Really, really sharp. Oh, really sharp. Yeah. I really like him a lot. In fact, you know, when he left the daily show, he didn't, it, it didn't, it wasn't a, uh, it, it didn't it didn't go well you know yeah. it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't very uh, he he i don't know how, how to put it you know it was like you know he did not care for john stewart much sure you know sure. by the time and when they did the last daily show yeah and he he was in the parking lot and he made his little appearance and stewart's like 
why don't you come on in? You know, maybe. And he's like, ah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that. I think I remember that. That's funny. So, okay, you got to get on with that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Thawne's on the phone. So when Nate runs in to tell Thawne that something's wrong with reality, it's a callback to the first episode of the season where he runs into Oliver Queen's uh, yeah, office. I, I kind of you know, thought so, yeah. So only he's now extra dorky. Yeah. And, and he can extra wire. <laughs> oh, I wish I was a Breckenmeyer actor. Uh, <laughs> and so apparently, wait a minute, Thawne is evil, but he saved the polar bears and mastered cold fusion, ended global warming, and did desalinization. I'm like, hey. Yeah, I know, right? Like uh, yeah, that's interesting. Trying to create. <laughs> hey maybe it's better you know yeah and but he point nate points out that this isn't right that reality has been rewritten so he's onto it because as we discovers uh he they have these reality scars and he's uh, because they were involved in the events i guess Mm -hmm. and um so thon just looks at snart and uh snart and mick and just says uh, kill him take him go kill him yeah. Like, oh shit so they're gonna kill him and mick saves him because mick says he's like oh i'm an idiot because mick now realizes he fucked up he wasn't gonna let him kill him and he realized this was all gone wrong and he mm-hmm. wants to they don't really have the freedom that they thought they were gonna have now they're no. just uh, this the dog just a lap dog for a lap uh, dog for, for, thon, for another speedster for another flash another yeah. goddamn speedster fucking speedsters always getting the best of us <laughs> I do like that they they make that point. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, oh, there's no more flash. He's like, yeah, well, they're painting. Yeah, these, these fucking speedsters. Mm-hmm. You think I like running? Look at me, just donuts they and work beer. <laughs> see, see, I thought I thought things were going to be good because he's reverse flash. Like it's going to be nice and slow. But no, but that's not what it is. Apparently, that's not what it is. Did you think that's what it was? <laughs> well, Mick. I can see the confusion, but I almost right. Aware. You get it, right? Yeah, you get it. I, I do, my friend. I do. I do. There's also a supervillain called the Turtle, and that's his superpower. But oh, I don't expect sounds, you. Sounds. Uh, sounds. Uh, sounds like a sweetheart. He, he, he's a terrible, terrible human being and character. <laughs> the Turtle. <laughs> They eventually figured out how to make that character work, like in the '90s. But originally, he's like he was literally the slowest man alive was the mm-hmm. turtle, and he nice. was the Flash. Enemy. Quite the gimmick. <laughs> and he was kind of fat. He looked like he looked like Wallace Shawn with a green turtle shell. <laughs> Interesting. Bizarre. <laughs> like that, that didn't get another round. Uh, maybe you should have ran that by something. Okay, so you're just it, calling this guy the turtle. It was, it was <laughs> nineteen. It? it was 1960. Okay, so, okay. you know. What you do <laughs> so so mick is telling nate everything and he's like legion of doom who came up with that stupid name he's like you did uh and again mick says he's made a terrible mistake so you we cut to ray in his apartment and he's playing an atom video game because he's shooting dwarf star and it's versus the dominators from the invasion which i like that a lot i'm like oh that's a nice little touch hmm. I dig that. And so Mick tells uh, Ray, hey, you're a geek, a nerd, a genius. A geek, a nerd, a genius. 
<laughs> Thanks. Mm-hmm. And but Ray knows there's something wrong as well. And Ray, because he's Ray Palmer, even though he's a dorky janitor, he's felt compelled to build a gizmo called the Trans Reality Multiplexer. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, they're putting up another one of those fucking trans reality multiplexes down by where the where Jesus, the mini mall again? used to be. Where the mini mall used to be, yeah. The mini the, Well, I mean, like like I mean there although there was just a bunch of those fucking hooligan teenagers hanging out there, so uh-huh. they had to do something with it. So they put up one of those trans supernatural multiplexes. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, another one. Okay. I gotta move on because I was gonna try to make a, I, I was gonna try to make a trans joke that was positive oh, and yeah. then, nah, oh, yeah, no. not. walk away. That's what it did. <laughs> like oh, good intentions don't mean fuck. Just walk yeah. away, sir. And your honor, may I point <laughs> to his partner in episode thirty-two. <laughs> all falling apart i'm sorry it's okay man sorry i burned it <laughs> so apparently it'll fix their brains so mick zaps nate first thing nate does punch nick and mick in the fucking face i love it i love this running gag man. i do too so funny so funny i started just saying it to, and then by the end Nora's like she's gonna punch him in the face <laughs> after <laughs> each one <laughs> It's awesome. It's awesome. It's like the first time it happens, he just takes it. Second time, I deserve that. The third time, it's like, okay, I'm gonna start punching back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was uh, doing some IMDb uh, deep dives, and I was always, I always, when I hear his voice now, I always think of, you know, you telling about Christine saying, "What's with his voice?" Mm-hmm. and Looking up, he's Australian as well. So, you know, this is right. His, I guess, I can't remember what he sounded like on Prison Break. I only watched a couple of mm. episodes. But uh, Snyder of the B 52s. Oh, okay. We're breaking out of this sucker. <laughs> well, well, Wentworth Miller was the other star of Prison Break. I think mm-hmm. he has the higher range for the, the Schneider. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Or he'd be the ladies on the outside. Oh, that reminds me. Um, somebody mashed up Britney Spears Toxic, B-52's Love Shack, and Rob Zombie's Dragula. I could only you could only hear like a minute and a half of it, then you had to play for it. But it is a, a work of art. It was incredible. I'd have to find it for you. Like it, uh, just the, the okay, way that... I'll tell you what, if I still DJ'd at the strip club, if that place was still around, sure. That would be in heavy rotation yeah my friend quite the it's quite the trifecta you're really touching all the bases there you're getting a lot you're covering a lot of genres (laughs) um of the the um the uh, as we used to call uh they used to be t-shirts this place is around for a long time bus stop t-shirts that said uh the north broadway center for performing arts hilarious (laughs) hilarious oh that's awesome with a logo that's a, love, that's a lovely lovely self-awareness there <laughs> oh man i hope i hope all the girls wore it um it, it existed with before pride. i worked there but yeah. apparently everyone really did love those shirts you know that's it was really they, they, cool. they talked about them fondly 
I wanted one. I was like, oh, don't you still exist? And I'm like, yeah, no. Mark used to have, have a few. Um, so we cut to Snart and Dark. And Snart's telling them, hey, we'll find Mick and uh, I'll send him straight. Merlin's like, why don't we just kill them? And we could have wiped Mick's brain. Dark's like, oh, no problem. I'm going to send my assassins, uh, Sarah and Amaya, in their leather outfits and uh, just bravo just mm-hmm. looking yeah. fine oh, ladies super hot super mm. hot yeah and uh and it is funny because watching katie lots play this evil version of herself she's like leaning into it and just yeah. chewing the scenery on it and she's having yeah. so much fun she's with it. fun i think she's a little better I buy her a little more as a good girl than I do as a bad girl, but it's fun. But it's mm. fun. It's a fun change of pace. Oh yeah. Whereas Amaya is sort of just there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I gotta say, yeah, there's, yeah. there's one point where they burst in on them, and Sarah like whips out her knives and does a pose, and she's got this sneer, and Amaya's just pointing the guns and just looks like a deer mm. in the headlights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they really had to, uh, gave her guns to help with the kind of heavy lifting there, I think. Mm-hmm. Anyways. And, uh, still, I enjoyed them yep. as this yep. killing duo a lot. Sure. And uh, that, that's just what happens because they uh, burst in on the good guys. Not before Mick gets his brain zapped and he punches uh, uh, Ray. I mean, Ray punches Mick in the face after getting yeah. his brain zapped. Yeah. And he's like, do you know how many toilets I had to clean? Just so many toilets. Yes. <laughs> and the dead made me laugh. And Sarah and Amaya show up, like I said, and they do that pose. And Mick agrees with us. He goes, love the suits, ladies. Uh, mm-hmm. And they, they start fighting. And they call them losers. And Nate in his Meyer-esque wig uh, yes. points out to Amaya. He's like, I'll have you know that in my reality, you and I had sex. And we both enjoyed it very much. Yes. <laughs> it made me laugh. Yeah. And their powers don't work. And they're like, oh, you're heroes. We kill heroes. And then, so during the melee, Sarah gets her brain zapped right, but Amaya gets away. And as soon as she gets her brain zapped, she punches Mick in the face. Too. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it made me laugh. Don't punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So they got to go hide somewhere. So they're hiding at Nate's house in his basement. You know where he pays rent. You know, I pay rent to my mom, so it's it's my. my <laughs> and she's making. You know, there's this little joke they keep doing about her sandwiches, and really, you know, your mom's sandwiches are amazing. So I, I love I, that those sandwiches <laughs> sounded good, man. They sounded really good. I can imagine those sandwiches. They kind of <laughs> love that your mom only, only your mom puts in the mm-hmm. sandwiches. Oh, delicious. Um, yeah, for I, long road yeah. trips when we when we have to drive to calgary it's like it's a good 12 to 13 hour drive back so my mom will make the best sandwiches for the way back yeah mm-hmm. i get that that's well that's that's good writing and i love the art deck of uh uh or the art direction of uh, and the set deck of um the uh that basement his parents basement mm-hmm. there. it's really funny oh yeah he's got all the the ufo shit on of uh, you know conspiracy theorist uh Yes. The starter kits up there. But yeah, it looks great. And although I got to say that I've watched this one a lot and they go, Mick is saying like, this is a good sandwich. And I looked at it and it just looked like it was just ham on white bread. I know. Yeah. 
but there's something about that, man. That's a, he, I remember he did say, David there was Letterman. Right of mayonnaise. He didn't David say right Le- exactly. Of mayonnaise, yeah, yeah. David so. Letterman once uh, had his mom on, uh, or like wanted to have his mom on to, t- to make her famous bologna sandwiches. And it's like, all right, moms will tell us to like lead us through this kind of thing. It's like, okay, you're <laughs> gonna take take the bologna and you put it in the, the the pot or in the pan, like with a little bit of butter, and you let it there for a while. And after it's in there for a while, you flip it over, and then you put it there for a while, and then you put it on the on the on the bread, and you put the other bread on top, and then enjoy. <laughs> like that's what it was. <laughs> but it's like, really, that was it. But that's what, like there's something about that, man. Well, I'll tell you what, that's more effort that goes into the normal bologna sandwich. When I the bologna sandwiches I got as a kid were here's two pieces of bread, here's a slice of bologna, here's a schmear of mayonnaise, yep. there's your lunch, you yep. know. Yep. Never never cooked. Yeah, we got never... like lettuce. Let, well, yeah, for us like it was like lettuce and lettuce and mayo or mayo and mustard is a good combo with like bologna? ham. Yeah, yeah. Oh ham, mustard. yeah. I never knew yeah, bologna. Yeah. I've never gone back to bologna. They did the... <laughs> I tried one time. I'm like, yeah, I wonder if I like enjoy bologna just for uh, you know, see if I because you know, I liked it when I was a kid. And I tried. I was like, Ugh, no. <laughs> mm. Yeah, there's some things you leave yeah. behind. Yeah, some uh, some of those cold cuts I like more than others. Uh, like pimento loaf, dude. You should totally do a cold cuts. Different I cold cuts. No, I don't like the I don't like the ones that have all the shit on the inside. You know, you know the, the like noodles and things. Those are some weird. weird. I, I don't call that stuff. Well, there's pimento loaf, which I've ever, we never bought right. it, but you see it. I'm like, what the fuck is it? There's like all this red and green shit in the middle of some loaf. Right. I'm like, ugh. Interesting. <laughs> That's an Oscar Mayer product, my friend. Mm-hmm. Abalone has a first name. It's B-R-E-C-K-E-N. <laughs> so... Mick tells them where Jackson Stein are. They don't know where Rip is, so we cut to Rip. He's made the time cake, and he's drunk. He wants more rum. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Gideon just berates him. Finally, he's like, "Come on, you know, you drunk motherfucker. You know, start mm-hmm. acting like a captain." Mm-hmm. And she's, like, he's like, "Well, it's no use, Gideon. I told you a million times." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Well, while you've been, you know, making cakes, guess getting- what?" Good timing, you know. <laughs> in the other world, the legends are back together, and just as I have figured out how to fix mm-hmm. the ship, <laughs> just happened to work out that way. <laughs> Whatever. Again, I'm like, keep going, keep going. <laughs> but again, it's a lot of that. Keep going. I'm like that. If if I saw that in the middle of a comic book, I'd be like, yeah, yeah that's how the shit works. So I'm fine mm-hmm. with that. And mm-hmm. and so. She, she tells him that you know they could send a distress call, so he's gonna go throw up and get his shit together. And we cut the dark playing darts with knives. That <laughs> was funny. It was a like the executive dartboard you'd have in your office, but it's knives instead of fucking darts. And uh, right. so Snart says to uh, him and uh, and Merlin, like, when your minions bring Mick back. I want to arrange a meeting with Thawne. And when I say arrange a meeting, I mean, and Merlin's like, one between Thawne and his maker. And Dark is like, yeah, cute, a little too mustache twirly for my taste. But uh, okay. <laughs> I just, we need mm-hmm. to get that fucking yeah. cameo, motherfucker, because I love him. Yeah. So Amaya yeah, arrives. He's good. He's good. Yeah. Amaya arrives. She says that Sarah must be dead. 
and Sarah arrives because Sarah, you know, she, she, she's got her brain back, but she's trying to infiltrate them. And uh, Dark gets off the, uh, this is the kind of line I like because of the mythology of the show. He's like, well, that's the thing about Sarah Land. She never stays dead for very long. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, I'm wearing it right now. I got my Legends of Tomorrow t-shirt that I got yeah. off T-Public. Yeah. You, show show you? you have to show me a picture. I will. It's wonderful. It's every main character that appeared by the end of season three, based on what I'm looking at. And I don't know the name of the artist who made it. I'm going to find out and I'm going to mention it when we come back next year. Cool. And uh, because it's it's fantastic. I really love it. That's cool. And uh, and I didn't even know that T Public. I didn't know how it worked with like, oh, you just be an artist and you know make a little money on the side. I'm like, oh. I like that even better because mm-hmm. this is the kind of shirt that they wouldn't sell, you know, right at, at the official DC store. There's a lot of originality to it. I really sure. enjoy. Yeah. And cool. like graphic nudity, right? Is what you're saying. Exactly. It's what yeah. I'm talking about. You know, this is not the kind of shirt I can wear to the supermarket, my friend, but around <laughs> the house and the family, mm-hmm. you know, it's fine. They know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> The graphic cartoon nudity so it's you know, uh, okay uncle johnny's watching fritz again <laughs> i remember the first time i finally saw fritz the cat yeah 18 and i know i know me too me too uh, me too like I, I knew the comic book and i yeah. enjoyed the comic book uh, eventually but the movie i was kind of like eh, it's mm-hmm. fine. a lot of those ralph bocce yeah. cartoons back then they're okay yeah yeah know what yeah, i mean yeah. i know yeah i know i know the the, the lord of the rings one yeah it's fine. just weird right it's just yeah. weird the, the weirdest one was because they they did and i don't know if bocce did it probably did but they did a return of the king and it was a tv special and it didn't make any sense because it was very short and they had music. It was a musical that, where the orcs are marching and they're singing their orc song, which went, it's one of those things. It's imprinted in my head, man. I saw this once when I was seven. Yes. The orcs were marching while singing, where there's a whip, there's a way. Ha. It yeah, just so weird, bizarre. Right? Yeah, just doesn't fit. There's some stuff like some of the visuals are fucking crazy great, but it's just mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. So Sarah's trying to you know pretend that you know she's still one of the minions, but Dark's onto her and he baits her by talking about how delicious it was to kill the Black Canary, her sister. Sarah punches him and ah, uh, Damien Dark has his magic back in this reality because. If you what if you watched Arrow, um, Damien Dark has magic, you know. Eventually, uh-huh. but when they pick him up in 1987, in this he doesn't. Uh-huh. So in this reality, he does, and his magic is basically force choking people and lifting them up and throwing them around is is what he does. And, uh, right. Yeah, and no, and no one can do those hand uh, motions like Neil McCon- Neil, Neil McDonough. That's something we'd ask for for sure. Oh, oh, good thinking. Yeah. And uh, 
We're all, we're all, this is great. I love this. It's going to be awesome. So he's lifting Sarah in the air with his magic. And he, uh, and he starts going on. He's like, yeah, the first thing I did in this reality was acquire my magic. I'm going to miss you, Miss Lance. Having you around to attend to my every whim was too enticing to pass up. Plus, it's so hard to find good help these days. And Snart's like, like really, now's the time for a bad guy monologue? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it does end up biting him in the ass. And it does. And, they, and with, uh, Merlin goes, well, for what it's worth, I liked it. It was a mm-hmm. pretty good bad guy monologue. Mm-hmm. Those kind of little wink wink jokes i enjoy because they're the only one of these superhero shows on the cw that does that or attempts that i'm like let them do that right you know again that's something you would have read in the funny justice league comics of the mid to late 80s or early 90s that i really enjoyed right and so sarah finds jack zaps him back to normal they're back in the basement more sandwich jokes yes (laughs) that's oh man that's so awesome and I love that that's their home base now. We were all, so, we were laughing I like, about I love that. that. Too. I love that it was parents' yes. basement. Parents' is their basement home base. is their home base is great. What's funny? I didn't know. I thought you were gonna hate those sandwich jokes. I was like, okay. really? Yeah. For some reason, I was like, oh, I'm like, I think it's kind of cute, but uh, yeah. you liked it even better than I did, which really I didn't felt expect. Real. Felt real. And I like. I love when they uh, they humble them, right? Uh, yes. Like everybody, like. Uh, the whole thing is like uh, like uh, their home base. They've gone from this time traveling ship as to their the basement home base to a to a parent's basement. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then the, the sandwiches are part and like kind of bonding over things like that is uh, that's endearing stuff, man. So Jack's uh, saying, "Look, you know, I really don't know what was going on. My only job was to be a fucking asshole." This time, that was, yeah, that was all he had to do. Because I think we're making a reactor that burns a thousand times hotter yes. than the sun. Yes. <laughs> And Sarah's like, well, Vaughn's going to incinerate the spear. She figures out that's probably a way to fucking do it without Jesus's blood. And they ask Mick, you know, because he was there for the incantation. And uh, would he know it? Or did you know what language? And he's like, oh, it was Aramaic. And he knows that because he watched The Passion of the Christ. Passion of the Christ. And yeah. I really enjoy Mick Rory. He is my favorite character. But when they had him say, good, good movie. I was like, no, nah, Mick. Nick, yeah. no, it wasn't a good movie. <laughs> yeah, weird, 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 right? I don't know. It was. Look, I know there's a lot of people who had a very visceral response and a very That's, spiritual sure. response. I, I never I get I, it. I had no and, desire to see it. Oh, I had to. I, I neither did I. Yeah, I had no desire to watch it. However, I was work. It was when I was working at the uh, one of the nursing homes I worked at, and our mm-hmm. one of our health directors. It was a bit of a Bible thumper, a very nice woman, but a bit of a Bible thumper. And she said, you need to have this be one of the movie afternoons. Yeah. And it puts I know, them, and, I know and, and, people and, had that reaction. And know, some know. of the patients wanted to see it, though. That was more important to me when yeah. I brought it. Because I, I asked a bunch of, of, of patients. I asked a bunch of the patients who the alert and oriented ones who had watched. I go, you guys want to watch this? And like, yes, we do. Yeah. And I had yeah, to be in fine. the room and I yeah, I mean I'm, I'm not hated it. I don't I don't yeah. they loved I'm it. Not, they loved it. I mean, I'm Although some curious. So, so, like if it was on and like uh had a long day and nothing, there's nothing else to do, maybe couple, I'd watch it. Well well let me tell you what happened with the old people. A couple a number of them went subtitles. Ugh, and <laughs> just, you know, That's funny. You know, they, they still and they or just fell asleep. 
and there was one or two who were like this is too violent and left sure and and, and yeah. it wasn't the and it wasn't a whole i can't watch my lord the i know just it, it was literally violent. like it was literally the, like an 89 year old person year old person going, yeah i don't think so this is yeah. terrible yeah that's funny <laughs> oh well because that was i'm like really this is a fucking mm. snuff film Holy shit! And and they're and they're trying to do a they're going to do a sequel apparently. So that'll be all the magical. How how do they turn that into a snuff film? Is what I want to know. Interesting. Your Honor, may I present? (laughs) Maybe this is like yeah, uh, blasphemy. That's what they're calling it. Mm -hmm. And uh, well. Um, they figure it all out. It's the word of God, and they're, they're going to leave Mick behind because they don't trust him. And Ramaya shares a glance with him because it's one thing I liked how they started out at odds and have become good friends. Uh, uh, Mick and Ramaya is one of the little storylines I've liked this season. And uh, Thon is talking to Stein, says, I'll kill you unless you get this reactor working. And he's like, Just give me a minute and hits the button. It's working. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, good. He's like, oh, can I go home now? Nope, you got to stay until it gets as hot as I need it to be because they, yeah. they just shit on him. They're just constantly shitting on him. That's the worst. The <laughs> worst. We're not even going to let you die on the field of battle. You just get to fade away like at nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in- yes. He's just in the middle. Like his, his, <laughs> I mean, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Well, so, when she fades away, I want you to remind me of that Victor okay. Garber and what, what he's probably up to at that point. That's okay. so funny, man. So, Mick, so you see Mick finds Snart and he's like, all right, let's burn this city to the ground because Mick now is going to play the Legion. This is, uh, they're doing the whole like oh he's turned on him again huh no he's infiltrating them and he's playing the legion and to to prove himself because he's like he's on a team now you know and so they go and they tell merlin and dark what thawne's up to that he's gonna you know burn the spear and uh they they figure out well we'll just go steal the spear while thawne's busy fighting the legends and they do this little scene where i guess was it um the dark and Merlin are both having a cocktail and they're like the opportunity of our enemy a blah 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 is our opportunity ding you know and do a little yeah toast whatever. to each other it is right yeah. at, that is some that is some days of our lives so for shit right there uh, uh, <laughs> I can see that being comic book like uh, a splash page to finish to finish like uh, episode three of, That's of true. five or something you know issue three of five or something Yes, the, the Submariner uh, sharing a drink with Dr. Doom maybe, you know, at some <laughs> point good. or another. I like it. Yeah, I, I know I need to speak Marvel to you. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I know DC too, buddy. No, I'm just busting balls. I, I know. Um, so Jax confronts Stein, you know, trying to say, like, hey, no, I'm okay. I'm not an asshole now. And Stein's like, oh, fuck you. He breaks the gun, which breaks very easily and looks like it could easily be put back together. He, just saying mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah like it's and he gives up on it pretty damn quick real quick it's into like three three little three pieces pieces he's a genius he's jacks at least go just go down and try it out you know don't just no it's done it's done ah uh, oh shoot oh <laughs> rats you know like <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 oh, oh, sorry. Like even Victor Garber's like, I did not mean to break that. 
<laughs> I apologize. It looks like you could wow. put it right. I guess three no, pieces. no, it's done. It's done. But the glass is oh, broken with all the, oh, the glowy. Sarah, the gl- are you there? Oh, yeah. The, the glowy. We need the, a plan C. Okay. Because that was my plan B involved that thing as well. It really, sir. I, I know I hate you, but it really looks like it's only who's Sarah. Shut up. <laughs> you don't even know. God, get back to work. He just turns into the other guy. Turns into the original <laughs> Jack. <laughs> so, so Stein triggers the silent alarm, and there's just a, there's just a little bit of you know face acting I liked here. Victor Garvey triggers the silent alarm, and Jack's like, "Did you trigger the silent alarm?" And just the look on Garver's face, like, "Well, no." I, I, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a very no understated. Him, yeah, no, it was, it was good. Very funny. Pretty obvious. Pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so the legends show up, and so does we haven't seen this in a while. Vibrating Thon in full yeah. gear, just yeah. right behind him. That's yeah. scary ass shit. And a good good point to bring him back like that. Yep. And he's he has the spear. He's just mad that Merlin was right. <laughs> I should have killed you, but, mm-hmm. which often he still just doesn't want to kill them. But you know, it's fine. It's he's right. a ha comic book villain who gets hoisted by his own petard, as mm-hmm. you would say. And it's right here. He says, "You know what? I'm not going to kill you because it's a fate worse than death to cement this reality for you." Ray's like, "Well, we'll never stop fighting." And Thon's again, like, yeah, "That futility is what makes it so sweet to me." I'm like, "Oh, that's mm-hmm. a great villain." And mm-hmm. Again, I was doing this more IMDb dives, and this actor, Matt, I can never pronounce his last name. It's T S T H E R. It's like Thatcher, Thatcher. And I did a little bit more of a deep dive on him. And he played one of my favorite villains ever in a movie. And I didn't realize it until just the other day. He was the, the lieutenant. I don't know if you ever saw The Mask of Zorro with Antonio Banderas and, um, Maybe, uh, well, yeah, maybe when it when it came out on VHS and, and, and Anthony you, Hopkins and Anthony yeah, Hopkins, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, they did a sequel which was terrible. But Selma Hayek, one, right? Selma Hayek, no, 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 not Selma Hayek. It was um, uh, it wasn't Selma Selma Hayek. Oh, Catherine Zeta Jones. Catherine Zeta Jones. Yes. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. number one. It's great. Really? It is, it's huh, that's great. Funny. It's it yeah. is comic book yeah. adventure fun fun movie the sequel stinks yeah. uh but it's it's great and one of the characters there's a number of villains but one of the villains is a, a u.s calvary officer who's you know working for the dons and mm-hmm. he's just vicious and evil and it's this guy and wow. as, a, as a young man as a young man and cool. i didn't even know it i was like oh i loved him he was so cool. vicious he was so evil in that and and he's been one of my favorite parts of this season. I enjoy his per- oh, portrayal of, course. of, of course. so yeah. much. He he turned out to be the big, big bad. There was big bads, but he was mm-hmm. the big, big bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but he's going to toss the spear into the reactor, but Mick flames the spear away. The LOD are there. Thawne's trying to bullshit him, but Captain Cole blasts him with his cold gun, quoting... One of your favorite shows of all time, I, I believe. He says, "Bored now," and blast him. And 
I would imagine that's a Buffy reference. Is it? No, I don't. I don't maybe. I don't know. Oh, I think so. it's the, it's soon as I'm not even a Buffy fan and I know that reference. Really? No, I just think it's uh, just, uh, yeah. Mm, I don't know. I think right, that was maybe. on purpose. I think okay. that was, I mean, hmm. That's when she when Dark Willow skins that dude, right? Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. I do remember that, but I don't remember her saying that. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's she, what she says. Yeah, that's cool. what she says when she rips his skin off. Yeah, that was intense. Mm-hmm. That and was a it, shitty season. So, see, I wouldn't know. I've just seen that. I've seen yeah. that scene, yeah. and I was like, that's fucking. Awesome. Yeah, it was dark, dark yeah. as fuck. Yeah. But it was but, just, it was just, but dark he lives, dark he lives and becomes a supervillain who just doesn't have skin. Cool. Some shit. On, 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 like uh, him and Robbie Williams form a team. Remember that? Remember that Robbie Williams video where he's like, yes. he's stripping. Yes. He's slowly. It's, it's, I, I think it's Rock video. DJ. Yeah. I yeah. love that. I yeah. liked Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams was one of those artists that I got yeah? interesting. To, I introduced to at the strip club who I went for what, Angels for the slow one that when they bring out the blankets. I don't recall a lot. I just I know sit that. away. That's, that's one of my, uh, that's one of my karaoke go tos angels that's a great oh, song I, I doubt it would be that but a lot of the more danceable ones sure we played and i remember going i like this guy and we had on one side of the club we for a while we could only play songs that were part of this subscription service that we also had the music videos for so ah. we were limited on what we could play over there and that video was that with the peeling his skin and shit skin was off, yeah so everyone's trying to have a good time at the strip club and like most people weren't even paying attention to the fucking videos that's why we used to tell the owner like no one cares put yeah. on football don't that one is uh, that one and, is uh, yeah and it's fucked up weird Hard to take I used your to, eyes off of it i know <laughs> I, yeah i'm sitting up there in the booth no one noticing it i would just sit and stare at this gun i can't believe this is what's playing in this fucking club right now yeah. this fucking that's video <laughs> it used to be Kill me. Oh, when we used to want to uh, get the crowd out of there after last call, one of the go-tos was, um, oh gosh, I can't remember the name of the band. It was kind of a comical band. And the video was just a bunch of like guys in their underwear dressed up like Abraham Lincoln working out all sexy hmm. and shit. Gosh, damn. So uh, it's at uh, President of the United States of America, maybe? No, I can't remember no. what it is, Anyways. but it's it it, 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 it's just, it's so homoerotic, but they all have Lincoln beards and hats. It That's is funny. fucking wild. And that would like, we'd clear people out with that. <laughs> <laughs> and, but this big fight happens and Sarah does this fucking move. I don't know how they did this, the special effects or, well, because it was it was Katie Lotz, where she picks up a gun on the ground with her high heel, flips it up her back into her hand, and starts shooting. It was fucking dope. Yeah, it was, was pretty like, cool. The whole and, fight scene was great. Oh yeah, especially <clears throat> Nate and Dark are fighting over the sphere, and Dark's like, "Give me that spear before I turn you into a jock strap. It's where I'll put your testicles." Yeah, jock that was strap. weird. What the, the hell was that? That was a weird jock choice. Strap weird choice <laughs> preppy like he's like a, he's like a fucking flash thompson i'll wear you yeah, yeah well weirdo what i'm gonna turn you and then i'm gonna turn you into your friends into some nice lingerie mm-hmm. what and, the, and heat wave you over there sick, like, man you are sick. i'm gonna use his skull as the cup 
for the jock strap. Gross. You'd be gonna lose You need help. I'm the catcher. Have you talk to your mom and dad. Lately? I'm the catcher at the supervillain softball league, and I need to be protected. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of baseball, here comes reverse flash, and Nate swings one for the fences with the spear and knocks the reverse flash across the fucking room, which yeah, I love. And they turn turns to dark and dark legitimately is like about to give him a high five high like five, yeah. hey and he's like nah maybe not it's like and, it was covid for a second there yeah <laughs> and then just knocks him out though mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people getting knocked out through these two episodes by the way yeah. guys people get knocked out a lot of people having to go right. to the concussion the, the the quiet room for a while <laughs> be on the shelf for a couple weeks damian dark is knocked out like six times in this fucking yeah. this two parts a chris benoit waiting to happen <laughs> Oh, boy. It's terrible. Your Honor, um, I yes. submit to you. At... Yes. Well, then, if they, and if I, but that's fine because him, me saying that is, I'm be, I've been influenced by the show, mm, and then I we can, see. and then we can sue DC's Legends of Tomorrow and make. I think you do not sue my favorite show, you piece I know. of shit. Uh. <laughs> and so, but then as he's gonna get Ray, get Ray bonks dark over the head with a microscope and gives a quick little wink yeah to the crowd because yeah. remember that that was a bit from the nazi episode where he oh, fought yeah. with the microscope and oh, yeah uh, i liked that a lot because it wasn't like hey see point it was so subtle you had to i like, thought it really was more watch. like uh, just like an, I, I like science i didn't remember that it was tied to something else but, yeah, it was, yeah it was tied it was to the, the the jsa episode i see and and so Sarah Merlin have another one of their great fights. Mick gets the spear. And and Captain Cold's like, come on, be a good boy, Mick. And he's like, no, tosses it to Amaya. Says he's no one's dog. Tells Amaya to try to fix this. And she starts to. And Captain Cold fucking kills her. Freezes her. Walks over. Yeah. Sorry about your yeah. friend, Mick. I know you loved her to pieces. Shatters her. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it was pretty intense. Loved it. Yeah, see, I was loving this whole episode, man. Loving I, it. Okay, if your problem was the like, well, they undo them all dying, I was like, well, that's of course they do. <laughs> no, I mean, okay, just it's just whatever. Yeah. But yeah, because I remember watching this at at the time, going, well, how the fuck are they figuring this out? You know, mm-hmm. I I literally thought they might have killed off that character because I didn't see what what they were doing. Characters mm-hmm. came and went on this fucking show. Mm-hmm. I was pretty sure they'd figure out some way to bring her back. I'm like, okay, that's something, mm-hmm. right? It's, there's a spear. But Thong grabs the spear. He's like, sorry. Burns it. Creates a reality wave. And he lets the legends go because the legends will be cursed to walk the earth, knowing that it's just not quite right. And you're the only ones who know and how close yeah. you came to being legends. And it would be so sweet. Oh, that's bad guy shit I like. Good stuff. And, and he looks at the LOD. He's like, I haven't forgotten about you. I'm going to let you go. But remember my grace. Yeah. And they take off. And then they're back at the basement in their headquarters. And Sarah's like, okay, we could fix this if we go back in time to 1960, the thing we should never do. And they're like, well, that's terrible, but how can we even do that? We don't even know where Rip is or the Wave Rider. And they cut to Rip and he's everything's figured out. You know, he's gonna Gideon's gonna be able to send the signal. And they send out the signal. And they pull away 
and the wave rider is just a toy on a desk at snow yeah. labs yeah, or just like a model yeah yep, adorable model and i loved I mean, that little I tiny mean. cakes like when i said when i knew cakes. it was going to be revealed it was, i knew it was going to be revealed to be something weird i thought it was going to be like Oh, he's stuck in the the the, 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 the Grand Canyon. <laughs> I don't know. No, something weird. Something weirder. Like Grand stuck Canyon. in it. I don't know why. Uh, just someplace where we where he's like, oh, how's he gonna get out of there? I didn't, like making him teeny tiny. That's pretty funny. Because like right away, like and that's a great way to. That's a great cliffhanger. I almost. Here's what I think, man. Mm. I almost wish this would have been the season finale. Mm. They don't do those types of cliffhangers yeah. on these shows. They want to give on these shows. Yeah. They, they want to give. They want Arrow towards the end got really experimental uh-huh. in one season. Instead, uh-huh. had like two story arcs and then one uh-huh. story arc that went across into the next season. They uh-huh. tried that towards the end. Um, they really had to work on the fly for a lot of the uh, DC shows on CW because uh, they had to stop filming for COVID. Legends, being a shorter run, got to get their whole season in, but Flash ended with an episode that they cobbled together that barely made any sense. They really had to work that on the fly. Mm. Super Supergirl as well. Yeah. And uh, But uh, they don't like to leave you with these kinds of those kinds of cliffhangers on these mm-hmm. shows. They mm-hmm. that's you can't. Sell I mean, this does finish with a, a cliffhanger of sorts, but it's not so much. It's always one of those. Yeah. It's like here's you still a kind of, they still kind of wrapped up the they wrapped you up have the to. arc. Yeah. You can't you can't sell DVD sets of each season without right. a, a conclusion. Sure, you know of these fucking things, especially because Legends at least. Was is was always talked about. It was like, well, is it going to last another season? You know, we, we right wrap it I up. See we don't want yeah, yeah, yeah. to do that to people. I get. Maybe they we don't, don't have wanna, that freedom. We don't want to twin peaks them. Like, yeah, David but, Lynch just, uh, but in a perfect world, like, because I, like I said, I really thought this was great. I thought among the among the best episodes of the season, mm-hmm. almost as good as the season finale as last year. Last year's season finale or, or season one season finale is really good. I think the best, mm-hmm. uh, arguably the best episode of the first season. And I think this one was uh, uh, up there with some of the best from uh, even better season two. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, but uh, you know, I just, I just wish we could, this could have been the high point for me. Not that they, that, not that what we get after here is garbageio. Uh, by the, but uh, we're going to guys. There's a lot of this I like, so we're going to get to that. But we're going to get to that that in just a little bit because we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Are you ready to say goodbye to 2020 for good? Then do it in style with your pals at Mystery Titans Theater and the live New Year's Eve Spectacular. Join your hosts, Travis Woloshin, Johnny Hedgepet, and the returning Kelly Nelson as we sit back and watch the exploits of such timeless entertainers as Bruce Monroe, Swede Hansen, and Barry O. Celebrate the turning of the clock from coast to coast as the fellows are joined throughout the night by Mystery Titans Theater favorites James Hamilton, Max Mitchell, Robert Hawkins, Zubin Sundar, Mark Staley, Sean Whitaker, and new friends Robert Charlton and Brad McNeil, and many more. The fun starts here at Mystery Titans Theater HQ, Jarvis Washing Machine on YouTube at 10 p.m. Eastern Time and 7 Pacific, and we won't say goodnight until the new year has reached Vancouver. 
it's going to be a party, so subscribe on YouTube for more updates, and let us know if there's a card you'd like to see on the Mystery Titans Theater New Year's Eve Live Spectacular. All right, welcome back to Gideon, guys. And before we get back, before we get to the final episode of season two, Aruba, <laughs> uh, let's uh, talk a little bit about what else we've got going on. I think it's just more uh, Mystery Titans Theater coming up in the big, big New Year's Eve show. That's right. We, uh, we, uh, so this upcoming Saturday on YouTube, uh, we are recording again our, our last, like, you know, regular episode of Mystery Titans Theater of the Year and taking a, a little bit longer before the, the final one. But uh, before we talk about the New Year's Eve show, yeah, like, look for that Mystery Titans Theater on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to Jarvis Washing Machine on YouTube. I'm at, just checked, I'm at 94. So close, Johnny. We're so close. Mm. Um, uh, so I just, I, uh, yeah, guys, I need those su subscribers. I really appreciate it. Um, but I, I do want to say for this Saturday one, we are going to try a live, um, like, uh, just try it out. So if yeah. I can have as many, if we can have as many, like, it might just be for like, like, I think I'll just find a, a, a an AJ Pertucci match for us to watch <laughs> or something or a cousin junior. I think there's a cousin junior AJ Pertucci match. Oh, I think boy. we can watch just the two of us or just the three of us just to try it out. Cause I'm going to try with sound levels and see about sharing yeah, screens and everything and doing it live. And if we can have, if you do subscribe to me, you'll know when we go live. Uh, it will be sometime Saturday. I want to say seven-ish Pacific time, eight o'clock your time, Johnny. That's usually when we, we when we start. Um, so uh, yeah, if you subscribe, you could be there because even if you can't make it for New Year's Eve, when we do do this extended live show that you guys just heard the ad for, um, uh, to give us feedback as to how the how sound is and things like that. Uh, we'll go a long way because I want to be able to I want to have all the technical things good because this is something new that we're all trying here, oh, the, boy, this live is. one. And I think it's going to be so much fun, but I want it to be like as as enjoyable as possible. So, the, yeah, that's the, that's the big thing that we're pushing right now. Mystery Titans Theater uh, this upcoming Saturday, uh, as well as on New Year's Eve, uh, starting at seven o'clock again, Pacific time and going till 1230 Pacific time. So that's 10 o'clock until God damn it. I'm going to have a pizza delivered during the show. Sounds great. Oh. Sounds like something we might do as well. <laughs> yeah. All right. So before we get to the final episode of season two, I am DB curious. And this is from the reviews. And uh, it was nine out of nine or 9.9 .9 out of 10 mm. by dark shock just do <clears throat> you just don't expect you think would happen that's the best part of this show <laughs> the finale was completely awesome well executed and planned it contained a lot of fun gory energetic time travel adventurous fun-filled moments yeah you get he named him a lot this yeah. guy does this guy work for uh this uh this guy in the berlanti family mm -hmm. a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. in short it was the best ending i've ever seen in any other dc's the storyline is really vast and vivid. Every episode was completely different from another. Finale brought it all together. You might be talking about the season. Uh, thanks for the awesome show. 9.9 .9 for me. But I could see the straps on the girl's bum when she was lifted up in the air by Damien Dark. <laughs> oh, that's it. Rats. Oh, God, that was just, oh, I really just, I really don't want to offend anybody. Okay, I've really got a, a little sugar with the salt. That's the, that's how you do it. Okay, here goes nothing. A tight, 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 tight
<laughs> and then just running it by huh hey guys before i hit send here you can give me just uh just to, just give me just peruse this i don't want to ruffle any feathers I don't want to get canceled and how many 11 of 15 found this review not bad found it helpful not, not bad, buddy. Not bad. I was hoping he'd get. He, I was hoping for hundred percent, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But eleven to fifteen, four pricks. <laughs> We've got goofs. Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh yeah. I, I thought I was doing Tinder, but it was Grinder. Oh, but you know what? Whatever. <laughs> I'm so high. <laughs> Just a downward spiral. <laughs> Just party into the like the crazy scenes, man. He's just wow, goofy, goofy, goofy. Got an intervention. That's what season two is going to start. Or season three is going to start with an intervention. Oh, just grinding up against three different dudes. Oh yeah, inject it right into my urethra. Another. King of the Hill reference. <laughs> was that in our free conversation? It's been a while. We've been talking for a while, everybody. Okay. So right, let's get to these goofs. <laughs> future Sarah tells present Sarah legends never die. President Nate says, really? Goonies? That, um, that quote wasn't from the Goonies, but from the Sandlot, where in a dream, Babe Ruth tells Benny, heroes get remembered, but legends never die. But isn't... Is it the line from Goonies? Goonies, Goonies never die? Never yeah. die? Yeah. So... It, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's weird. So this person just didn't quite understand that. Yes, they do say legends never die in the Sandlot, but that's not what they. That's probably not what it's from. Yeah, yeah. Oh, four? from the Sandlot, right? This all makes sense now. Four out of it's five. It's like they were four out of five. Found that eighty percent. Man, I'd have to check what eleven out of fifteen is, but it sounds like that other guy got hosed. Yeah, I agree. So part two, Aruba. Great title, great title. And the Netflix synopsis is racing an altered reality wave from 2017. The legends return to France during World War One to steal the spear from earlier versions of themselves. And then, and I had totally forgotten about this. The recap they do is a very quick 45 second quick recap of the entire season mm-hmm. to the song time has come today by the fucking chambers brothers and hmm. one of my favorite songs of all time hmm. it is in my it's a good song 10. it is a good song love that i wouldn't song. have even to be honest dude i've never heard of the chambers brothers mm. um uh, well, i know that, that song, song though it's so recognizable right i yeah. probably would have always just cons- thought of it uh, as like a ccr song that i'd never heard before or something or something else that kind of one of those bands but yeah it is so great and a great choice and this whole this montage was awesome it even started it- before the music started it was stein on stage in nazi germany going uh kia g and follow me and then yeah. it cuts into it i was like oh it was so much fun yeah, really in, felt like it was a different show for a second, right? Didn't feel like something you'd expect from this show. I tell you what, it feels like the show that it becomes. That it becomes. That's kind of what I was hoping, brother. Mm-hmm. I felt and, a lot of swagger, a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. And um, that just reminded me real quick. And I looked it up. I found it right online. I thought I had to do a deep dive. I found it right away. In mm-hmm. 1988, um, the Electric Factory uh, 
had their 20th anniversary concert. Electric Factory is a location and a promotion uh, uh, company out of Philadelphia that promotes concerts, that promote concerts there forever. And so it was at the Philadelphia Spectrum. It was an all-day thing on a Sunday. It started in the afternoon, ended like around nine. And uh, there was that huge 60s nostalgia wave going on in 87, 88. And we found out for almost nothing. These tickets were just n- like nothing. They were having this big oldies show. And they had the Chambers Brothers, who did this song, of course, and maybe a few covers of other things, too, because this was their only hit. But, they, but I remember they were awesome. They were yeah. great. And Dave Mason, who was in traffic, he was incredible. Mm-hmm. A spirit who were great. Spencer Davis group were a ton of fun. Yeah. And it was all headlined. Oh, then we also got um, the young, this guy, he had one hit that made it onto MTV. And he was terrible. And he was like, Philly's answer to Springsteen, but only had one hit. And that was, it, it was Tommy Conwell and the young rumblers. Mm, <laughs> what a bad name. Yeah, and, that's wild mm-hmm. and uh and some and apparently we saw something called the philly all-stars with a bunch of you know local musicians who have been advanced but mm-hmm. we had so much fucking fun at that show they had no seats on the floor and we just had blankets on the inside but there weren't enough people there to really but iron butterfly was the it was like the original iron butterfly the original three guys <laughs> for the first time since 1970 were the headliners Boom, 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 yep. boom. Oh, yeah. And in the middle of it, uh, someone's uh, um, amp went out. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. They were very visibly frustrated uh, on stage. But it went on all night. All, it went on for quite a while. By the time Iron Butterfly came, up, came on, the place had filled up. And we had a really great time. But the best was my buddy Theo was trying to buy some weed in the parking lot. And there just, just, just nothing was going on like that. And he comes back, he bought some peat moss. Some guy ah. sold him peat moss as weed. <laughs> and we're like, Theo, that's fucking peat moss. He's like, oh, he said it was weed. And we're like, it's fucking peat moss. But it didn't stop us inside of trying to smoke the peat moss peat inside. Moss. And uh, I wouldn't. I was like, it's fucking peat moss. And they were trying. <laughs> and then this old hippie chick sitting to a couple blankets over goes, boys, what are you smoking over there? And, I, and we're like, some of us went, it's peat moss. She's like, here, here, and gave us some weed. Weed, that's hilarious. Oh, that's community. That comes with the, being a fan of the Chamber Brothers. Mm-hmm. It was great. I mean, had such a good time that day. It was one of my fondest memories. Cool. Uh, and so Rip has the Wave Rider up and running, and they take off, and he sees the desk lamp and realizes, oh, shit, we've been shrunk. All bollocks. Yeah. And set a course for the nearest open window. <laughs> yeah, I pop for that and so the legends are trying to work on a communicator and uh before they can get it to work rip contacts them and they turn around and he's right like there he, he tracked them down and mick is eating a donut and just grabs it and shakes it like look at the tiny englishman <laughs> yeah. all calm down and yeah. so they figure out that wait thon used the atom suit to shrink it he didn't use the spear so that means the atom suit still exists yeah, so they got to- I'd kind of put that together at the end, like, oh, it exists because of like the, it's got to be the atom technology. That's what I thought at the end yeah. of episode 16. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought that was fun because then yeah. they have to sneak in to Star Labs and uh, to get the Wave Rider. 
and the and the suit and the, I mean to get the suit to shrink the the to blow up the wave rider. Jesus fucking Christ! So Ray and Jax find it, the suit. Ray starts making out with the suit, which is weird. <laughs> and, <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> and Dark finds them, and he gets them up, holding them with his magic. And the wave rider comes in and just like rip rip says open fire getting in everything and it all just starts bouncing off of him and he says uh, uh dark goes oh that's adorable just the way he said it maybe go that's sincere he sincerely is like oh that's cute right. yeah that's but, then, but then mick knocks him out just motherfuckers getting knocked out left and right mm-hmm. and so they they, they they cut to the wave rider has been expanded and blows up through the roof and flies off into time. I love that. I yeah, love that. Pretty cool. I thought that, that was a good looking shot. Yeah. And so they're back in 1916. They're racing against the reality wave and they figure out that they are the aberrations for this to work. This group, they've left behind Stein. Cause he just, he's like, you know, well, fuck you. And, Still hard at work. He is still hard at work. Like no, he is so I would imagine shitless. He wants to go home, but he feels like a alert. Like they set up something there. Like I just put on the the automated pilot thing. That I just think like, he went home. I think he figured he was allowed to go home. I now. think he tried to go home, but they set up something in that lab where it just does not allow him to go home. He has <laughs> to keep working. It fucking sucks. <laughs> And also, guess what? They're down a janitor. They're down a janitor mm-hmm. who has to clean a lot of toilets. <laughs> Things are not good. So they figure out they have to sacrifice themselves. For this to work, they're going to cease to exist. And I don't know. I loved this because when I first watched this, I didn't think that is what was coming, that Oh, the adventures that we just watched on Doom World are aberrations of the legends, and they're all going to start. That's why they're getting killed. And upon first viewing, I remember that really like took me by surprise. Like, oh, cool! I didn't, I didn't see it coming. I guess. Yeah, but it's so. <sighs> In a way, it's kind of like here's how we're going to explain our way out of this. Yeah, well, it's, it wasn't really that. So the person that we were che- cheering for wasn't really the person near. I, I don't know. It, it all gets a little clone saga ish. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, I just I've seen this plot done in comic books before, so it's. I not know, that, but that's what I mean, and that's I'm giving you an example of yeah. that plot, and and when it when it's when I, I I, it's just it's not. I mean, like, literally time, people meeting each other in time and time. I know, I know. I've seen it all. And Rick and Morty kind of takes the piss out of it. And I think that's kind of, like you talked about, there's like a council of something later later here, right? Um, So maybe... Oh, yeah, that's on Flash, yes. Yeah, maybe it will become easier for me to swallow. But at this point, when it's just like, guess what? It doesn't matter because there's like two of us and one of us doesn't really matter as much. So it's just like, eh, come on, right? Because then it's like, I mean, I guess if, here's what would have been good. If they gave everybody 
a fucking epic death scene or like that's sort of just different it. kind of thing that's just like the it. heart getting put out of the chest was awesome after that after the shattering of the ice was awesome yeah then it just it yeah no that's just what happens i mean i recognize that like well they all have to die i guess except i think i think aberration uh rip doesn't die but they don't even bother showing him fade away either. <laughs> same thing same thing with garver who is like like up to his elbows and shit that's what i wanted to say that's where he is when he <laughs> it's just the worst the fucking worst so mick brings up like well, why don't we just go to aruba and he, he mentions aruba a couple of times but they also showed in that uh, opening clip in the first episode, well, they're where they're like the three musketeers. He talks about wanting to go to Aruba, so that's I was like, funny. "Oh, okay, it's, it, it, it it carries through because he he's like constantly fucking talking about Aruba here." We just heard that uh, that shitty Beach Boys song, and it's the first one. Oh boy, that's boy, all of these places sound pretty great. Uh, <laughs> we'll start from the top, uh, Aruba. All right, I'll just keep saying it until it happens. He's done that, and he's read the secret. The two things he's done. He's the four things he's done. He's, he's, read, the he's, he's read the secret, listened to Kokomo, <laughs> eaten a lot, and drank a lot. <laughs> Season two. <laughs> and now he's just going down the checklist. Actually, five things. The other thing is he created a checklist. One is go to Aruba. <laughs> guess what number two is? Hey, Johnny, guess what number two is? Drink. No, go to Jamaica. You oh, don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can give you three and four if you really want. <laughs> As a Beach Boys fan, I try not to yeah. think about oh, that. I know. Song. Me too, buddy. Me too. Mike Love's just a piece of shit. Oh, he's the worst. Yeah. He's <clears throat> the fucking worst. I mean, the Beach Boys are very complicated. Uh, story but um sure sure you know they were my first love mm -hmm. from, from my mother like, it was them then the beatles were my first like like what i got like really into music mm -hmm. like i got really into the beach boys and jan and dean <laughs> huh, <that's laughs> which awesome. led into the beatles that huh. that was a you know, i also love the davy crockett theme song from disney i would play that over and over and over again drive my parents fucking nuts and just, that's, that's a good fucking that's song hilarious that's weird <laughs> that's weird Davey, Davey i crockett. loved that Can my first favorite frontier. song was uh elvira by the oakridge Boys. i can see that i loved that yeah. when i was a kid yeah. so ray goes off to find jesus's blood and he he blasts a crater much like the one it normally was found was in. there before yeah <laughs> Picks it up. All right. Thawne shows up, grabs it, crushes just the blood. Shatters it again. Like, just shatters it again. Christ. What was the point of this this uh, the plot device? Because we're just going to fucking do this every time. Because their idea, well, because they keep pointing out, you guys are very predictable. You know, yeah. it's, you're not, you know, they're, they're constantly stumbling into shit. Because their first idea was we're going to steal the blood and we'll put it in the church. That way we don't have to risk running into each other. Yeah. Oh, that does, didn't figure out because Thong is like, of course, that's what they're going to do. And this time, 
he crushes the blood and he rip ray rips ray palmer's heart out of his fucking chest just yeah, thump, pretty right there fucking there. crazy pretty fucking crazy at that point i'm like are we gonna see him you gonna kill everybody <laughs> we're gonna kill. I th- that's what i wanted to see i just want to see one by one man until somebody had to make like ultimate sacrifice so everybody can can get by that's what that would have made sense mm-hmm. and that would have made this sort of dual kind of whatever um you know th- thing just have more of a like a concrete payoff i don't know mm-hmm. uh, but now they have to steal the spear from themselves because we had to get there so right. ray and nate and mick are gonna go sneak on the ship and get it while the other ray uh mick and nate are at the church with tolkien so uh, they're gonna sneak in we see the scene again where snart punches mick but this cuts to a snark's perspective where he goes into the tent where dark is there in his fedora. Again, he brought all of his hats on this mission. Mm-hmm. He's got his fedora here, but you know, when attacking a spaceship with fun. a laser gun, I can't get to do the, the outfit. He complains about at the end uh, that he you ends like up it? in. I got to say probably the one that suits him the very best, the you way so? that he, that like skin tone, eye the color, hair, the hair, hair really works for it. Yeah, right. He fits right in. It's like a, he could have been a he could have been the anti crocket He really could have been. That's you're How absolutely you right. <laughs> but a different kind of crocket. Oh, <laughs> I remember being so hyped for the first episode of Miami Vice because it was. I remember it was like they hyped that like i know i remember it was just a little too old for me so i was a little afraid of it you know what i mean yeah i I, and i watched and i didn't like cop shows but i just Mm -hmm. felt like well this is gonna be kind of rock and roll like and i started watching it It is a two-hour premiere and i remember just turning it off and going to bed and i never cared Mm -hmm. about fucking miami vice again oh really (laughs) did you ever see the michael mann film with uh uh jamie fox and no Colin but i heard are, it's not bad it's awesome dude yeah. i highly recommend it i highly recommend it um but what was i gonna say okay so that yeah so that came out at the time in the 80s when the war on drugs really worked on me as a young kid like i was just scared shitless really just say no, no and everything and like so that's what i was afraid anytime you'd see cocaine and in, in like some sort of uh, TV show or something, it would really scare me. Like, I was like, oh my God, like that's like the scariest thing. You want to know what didn't scare me or like what made me start to like see that drugs are just what they are? Essence. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, one day I just, uh, you know, gave it a shot. No, um, I, it was, uh, there was a, a show called Cartoon All Stars to the Rescue. Dude, speak, yes. dude, I yes. saw that. Yeah. And it was the first time I heard where it's just like, oh, there's was like Garfield, Alf, and everybody doing this like kind of babies, the Smurfs, everybody all working together to to warn kids about uh using drugs and yeah, stuff. I remember. And I remember just that there was just this one throwaway line in the middle of it when they're showing like a uh uh like what a what a what a bad trip is like or how it can destroy your life and everything. And he just baby Kermit just in the middle of like all this craziness says, sure drugs make you feel good at first. And I'm like, whoa, whoa what what did you say? What did you just say there? <laughs> baby Kermit what and ever since then <laughs> that's all it took everything changed seriously man that's the truth and i've heard i've heard that story from from other people too about that uh really? cartoon that it was the first time they realized uh, you um, don't like say baby petrifying <laughs> yeah uh, well, that's, when that came out i was clearly too old to right 
I, I was doing drugs when that came out, mm-hmm. but I made sure to watch it when it aired because I was like, A, I want to see how bad it was. B, I'm still a cartoon nerd. I'm like, they're going to cross over all these characters into one cartoon? That's, oh, wow, that's, I haven't seen something like that since Roger Rabbit. <laughs> and right. It was terrible. And then I remember we were on Saturday afternoon all hanging out at my buddy Theo's house, uh, which we were apt to do. And we went to the video store and I saw it there. I was like, we're watching this. And I brought it back. Was it free? I bet you it was free, right? I think it was. We got we got higher and hippies That's and helicopters for, yeah. and fucking watched that thing yeah. and it's laughed YouTube, our man. ass off. Yeah. It, oh, it's, it's so funny. It's fascinating. Yeah, I recommend it. Yeah, the, the cartoon All Stars to the Rescue. It'll change your life. <laughs> to the rescue. <laughs> yeah, all... I know from experience, dude. <laughs> so fun. sure sure <laughs> sure that 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 whole oh gosh that that rise to the top who baby riding that snake is <laughs> is a sweet sweet ride oh god is it a sweet ride so bizarre what a mistake Many what a mistake it. What a mistake on behalf. I'm telling you right now, whoever worked on that thing, you you, you made a huge mistake. Nancy Reagan did, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So Thon zips Merlin there and has to explain to them, look, I'm not the Thon you know. I'm a Thon from where we have the fucking spear, but there's two sets of legends here. I need you to kill them. I'm out of here. I need to go get reinforcements. And zips away. And I do love when he when matt thatcher like kind of rubs his his temples trying to explain this and i was like yeah that's probably how he felt when he read the script because there's a lot of like no i'm the one from this reality and not this reality and that that the but i don't as a comic book fan I'm like oh yeah i understand all that kind of shit like i knew people who watched the, the end game and got confused you know with the all the time travel shit and i'm just like you know, why would captain america show up there right at that time with the shield like i did yeah time, yeah i think it was kind of a, time like and that was kind of you know that was all right that but that was clunky too i didn't love end game stuff there's just something about when they're all um i don't know something about when there's when you do the person on person the, the same thing i don't know the, different you unit, different uh yeah like when you have to have the same actors talking to each other i don't know it creates i don't know what it creates it's just a, it's just tough right everyone's got different oh, rules and things like that and, yeah. and this time when it's all happening when they're like sizing each other up just yeah i don't so, know man they just get like like this felt like like you remember crisis on infinite oh it's really great i'm one of my students i'm going through the the ages of comics okay. again uh and through the Copper Age, and they talk about how, um, or Bronze uh, Age, Bronze Age, and the Copper Age, or whatever, and the Bronze Age kind of ending with Crisis, and how they just had to tie up so many loose strings. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, you know, did they! And that's kind of what it was. It's like, oh shit, we've kind of made a mess here, and we've got to wrap this thing up. This felt a little bit like that. Hmm. in that they had to just like well we've got one guy as and I, like i joke about the garber thing but it's kind of like what else are we gonna fucking do with him now right he just he's just stuck with an unresolved whatever in this thing this guy gets his heart torn out she gets turned to, to ice and and destroyed uh-huh. 
It's gonna yeah, whatever. And then they all disappear and once the re- and once says goodbye, everybody. <laughs> See, oh, I'm feeling kind of weird. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, man. They wiped the timeline. They wiped the yeah. timeline. I, I mean, know. I know what happened. I know what happened. It's just I mean, it's just like it it's just I don't know. So I, they gotta break onto the ship and make take charge, takes charge because it's a heist. Uh, they have Rip turn off Gideon, tell Nate to get everyone in the library. They run into Sarah and Mick is like, oh, I'm just going to go get the spear. I'm eating beer. And I'm like, okay. And so yet Aberration Nate is with Jackson Stein. Uh, Amaya walks in. Nate uh, is trying to distract him and says that he looks at a globe. He goes, well, the blood of Christ is in the Galapagos Islands. And he looks at the bookstore, uh, the bookstore, bookshelf. Sees 1984 in 1984. And they're just looking at him like, huh? And Nate goes to hug Amaya because he's like, oh my God, to him, she just died. And he mm-hmm. loves her. Yeah, and that was good. That was real. That felt really real. Because that actor's so good, man. He's so he good. really is. I, You know what? He was on, I was looking at him up too. He was on whatever that fucking show was. It was, it was this teen with, with Amanda Bynes. All like she had a sitcom that was on like a long time, like for kids, and uh, he was on that for like a long time. I was like, Oh, yeah, I could see him getting his Disney training on shows like that, you know, because he would have been very young on that one. Mm -hmm. Like, he's been around, he's been around for quite quite some time, including not just the 90210 thing, he's been working since he was a great a teenager yeah. would, uh, he just he looks like he's a, a seasoned vet man he is mm-hmm. so good and so, and i gotta say uh, i forgot what a handsome gent he was until he got that haircut right he the haircut, haircut right? really cleans this cat up man mm-hmm. he's got this guy has leading man potential i mean that like hollywood like like big Nick time leading, leading man potential from, from your from your mouth to god's ears my friend because <laughs> i because because uh from from everything i've seen and read nick zano is also like a quality dude yeah <laughs> you know yeah cool that's like, cool and 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 hey i want to say like i don't make those these statements a lot but you, you want to know the last time i made that statement when's that from dusk till dawn with a young man by the name of george clooney really I'm not, I'm not even joking i remember saying i'm like this guy has weight charisma coming out the wazoo I, like after watch that i movie. agree yeah uh, i am oh i'm a clooney guy yeah i am a clooney guy yeah. and i mean now it's not like oh gee wow well, gee whoa wow really but for what a while <laughs> yeah i know for right? a while. oh dude i remember dude there was a show uh when mash when they when they took mash off the air the next big show that was going to take its place was the original ER and it had Elliot Gould and right. sitcom. And I liked it as, at least as a kid, I have no idea how it held up. And George Clooney was in that. Really? That's yeah. Funny. And then he went on to be an actual ER. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then it was on facts of life. But and, I remembered and him Roseanne from facts of life and, and I like always that. liked him. I always liked him. I, I, I he was just, yeah, just like a really likable Roseanne, guy, right? First like season just... of Roseanne, he was Booker. But it uh, was, yeah, but what, what it was for me was like, it was from dusk till dawn to see him on the big screen for the first time and to yeah. be like this kind of bad. Oh, but this, that was that. Oh, yeah. Because Batman happened after that. Right. He survived mm. Batman. But but. Oh, yeah. Um, perfect. Uh, I remember. I loved him in perfect yeah. Yeah. But and that's when, he, when he's kind of on like his rise to whatever he is now. Now he's like whatever he's. And speaking of like a guy who's like a legit good person. Good dude. Yeah. Like, he's good, as, and in terms of giving and not even like reporting the amount that he's giving right and i love mm-hmm. i love that people talk about uh 
his wife um like like he's married to her kind of thing you know what i mean mm-hmm. about what an impressive an amazing person she is so yeah um, he cuts his hair with a floby <laughs> i know i saw that recently it's real man and I, I, I thought it, 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 fe- I, it feels real right like, like, that's feels, just like you want to believe turned, this i is thought a, it was going to yeah. be a bit I, I thought it was a bit yeah like yeah. i'm like something on between two ferns and then i'm watching i'm like oh, i think he's fucking serious yeah 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 but that's what i mean like he feels like a real dude and when you have more money than god as we can mm-hmm. see with so many of these people you start to turn into ellen and and whoever <laughs> yeah. right that turn out to just be just the the pieces Awful. of shit that put on yeah. this 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 face of of whatever but this guy he feels like he walks the walk and if we're god remind me of uh the, 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 i feel like i should know this this fucking actor's name by now nate Nick, Nick Zano. Nick Zano. Like that. Nick Zano took eight, eight letters. <laughs> God damn it, Travis. Um, and th- this guy, like, I mean, I'm not saying he's, he's going to be the next Clooney, but he's got, he's got something, man. He's he got something that you don't usually see on shows like this. Oh, no, I know. That's the thing with the CW shows. And I always say that you look at who they have acting wise. I mean, there's a lot of people good enough to be on television, but then it's mm-hmm. TV acting. Yeah. And then you see the ones who are like, whoa, there's something else there. Stephen then- Amell, for example. Yeah. Handsome young man. TV handsome. Mm-hmm. I see another, I see a, in his future, maybe a, a, a Bones type show. You yeah. know what I mean? Or, like or a Boreanaz. He's going to have CBS. a Boreanaz yeah. type. Yeah. I first C- see that for him. A CBS show that old people like with yeah. some sort for of authority sure. figure. For sure. But for Zano, I see a much higher ceiling. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, yeah. Oh, I agree completely. I think Katie Lotz has a future. Me too. Beyond the shows that yeah. goes a little bigger and brighter. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it does make me laugh. It was like one of the, I can't remember the actress's name, but she got her start on Degrassi. I brought her in later. She, she stood out immediately because she was a little too good looking for Degrassi because all those kids kind of looked realistic. <laughs> You're saying Canadian. You're going to say Canadian, right? By realistic. No, I was going to say realistic because <laughs> that no, was I get it for sure, man. For one sure. of the Same things thing I liked growing up. Yeah. One of the things I liked about Degrassi when I discovered, like, that I was became a Degrassi fan as a a man in his 30s watching this children's show. That I was like, this mm-hmm. is good. Mm-hmm. And was I'm like, oh, all these kids look like kids. They look like mm-hmm. people I'd see. And then slowly they all turned into Disney Channel models. Sure. And. Uh, and she was very good and she moved on from Degrassi and went to the Vampire Diaries and stayed there for I don't know 23 seasons <laughs> so for like, her, however long those shows go on for long time man. Yeah, yeah. and she's good and fun but a lot of people were like but there was another girl from Degrassi that Shailene Wooley can't think she's actually done it she's hit movies and uh, and then just doing cool. some shit too. And Drake, who of course, stinks. of course, I was going to mention, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, as a human, he stinks, but he's he's can't argue with hits, can't argue with the hits, man. I can argue, I can argue with it's the fucking not, hits, it's not for you. You're not the demo, bro. <laughs> I can argue that just because something's a hit doesn't mean it, yeah. it's good, yeah. uh, I know, <laughs> but. In terms of it just being a massive success, mm-hmm. like oh, he, he is for me, he's always Jimmy in the wheelchair who got yeah. shot. And, uh, yeah, ambassador like for a city man like it's crazy to what what he's done for like the city of toronto i can like, as much imagine. as I, like i can't like i'll never i don't like the human being but um uh because there's other 
creepy ugly shit but oh i know i've read i've read some I, of it i like the i like the i think i like i like his soulful kind of um uh kind of more not when he's trying to act hard i think he like a good a good soul r&b song is a good soul r&b song i think he's written mm-hmm. a couple of those but that's me but that's me that's my that's my drake in a nutshell <laughs> On Drake take Drake takes. You've been listening to Drake takes. Drake takes on Gideon guys. Yeah, stick around for more Drake takes when we yeah. do our uh, Degrassi uh, podcast that we're gonna do yeah. eventually. So all the legends are on the ship, and uh, oh, be, because okay, let's just cut to all the legends on the ship. They run into each other, hijinks and soup. And one Sarah says, "Whose uh, idea was this?" And Sarah's like, "It's your idea." Mick wants to fight himself, and Sarah goes and has a talk with herself talks about you know why we can't use the spear because of the darkness within us but the spear is a weapon and you know what we do with weapons and we've seen her act with herself a lot on this show i didn't i forgot this is like the yeah. third time That's i think right. it's the third time on this show That's that we've right seen but this, this time it's legit herself herself right before mm-hmm. it was like a younger version of herself well, there was younger version there was evil dream rip version and yeah. this is her and with now herself this is just yeah I wonder if she's ever gonna, you know, kind of make you want to, you want to try it out. Like, you, like you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what people always make a joke about. Like the first, what's the first thing you do if if you like you had an exact twin of yourself, like du- duplicate of yourself? And I was like, oh, we have sex with each other, probably. <laughs> hey, good. Ugh. I know. Right? Ugh. Really? Ugh. I no, know. Look, look, look. If I was Ka- if I was Katie Lott, Katie Lott, yeah. maybe. But if I was me, <laughs> ugh, ugh, not I'm, I'm not my type. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, a blowy, you know, sure. Yes, yeah, what's what's a blowy? What's a blowy between clones? But <laughs> Your Honor, I present to you Exhibit X. So. Nate gives himself a talk about telling Amaya that he loves her because he's seen her die. And even here, you know, we're talking about the awkwardness of the acting with themselves. He's so good. I'm like, I enjoyed him acting with himself. I thought it was very... Nate, yeah. Yeah, the Nate acting with himself. I thought he was very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, his, we'll, get, uh, we'll get to his last words because that was the worst. Uh, the ship is under attack by the LOD. Dark is wearing his cap. It's his attack cap. Both mix are drinking beers. And they're trying to try and time drop. And, oh, wait, that's my chair. My chair uh, causes a time storm. They crash. Critical failure. This wave rider is fucked. And they, they say both Sarahs say, "Gideon, get us out of here." And Gideon says, "Sorry, captains, but mm-hmm. the storm causes a ceasefire. They have to get across the field to the other wave rider with the spear." And this is when the aberrations legends tell them, hey, this is a one-way trip for us. We're going to be out there sacrificing ourselves one after another. Yeah. (laughs) And they... they The exception of old uh, Burning Midnight Oil Charlie. And Riff. And Riff, yeah. And Riff. Riff Riff just sort of just fades away on the side, too. I didn't even think about him. That's weird. I kept so the second time I watched it, I was like, film school. He's really enrolling in film school. Film school right away. Things are in, looking up. It's like, you don't believe the ideas I have. <laughs> that's when he told everything about that's where that's really where George Lucas got the idea for Star Wars. It's like, you know, you're not going to, you're going to mention me, aren't you? 
Now he, he's over on some side uh, giving the inspiration for All Quiet on the Western Front, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That version. <laughs> right. Let me just tiptoe away. Maybe I won't have to fade out. And a butterfly on in my <laughs> So they charge on the field and the bad guys throw down their laser guns. Uh, Dark says, well, killing's gotten so gosh darn impersonal lately. So swords and arrows. Merlin shoots Firestorm with an arrow, which causes him to split, which I hate for some reason. I'm like, I don't know. I think I don't think I think comic book Firestorm. I don't know if you can just shoot him with a fucking arrow, but whatever. <laughs> he's not i i always have to realize i know this character and, this, and that's why the character is not great for the tv for the tv much, like all the, the powers he's so up he's like so things. godlike he's a godlike powerful character in the comic books yeah. like yeah these things happen this is this is like this is what i mean where it's all like this is starts to feel like a crisis on infinite earth where they've painted themselves into some corners here and they're just trying to like, all right, let's just kind of, here's how we're going to fix this and get this. They're all going to die very fast. I agree that killing them all this fast definitely felt like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I see, I see that being an issue. Like Mm -hmm. if each of them got a noble death, but they don't. (laughs) Yeah. It would have more of a sense of finality, man. It was like, killing off vandal savage three fucking times had a mm-hmm. sense of finality and this was kind of like i like oh well she turns to ice and dies he has his heart torn out um what how did nate die just kind of oh, up... he gets stabbed by damien dark that's sword. right yeah that was pretty badass that was pretty harsh um who else anybody who, who else did we see die anybody else no that's it uh no. so what happened to mick that no 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 mick is killed by captain cold captain cold right. shoots a fucking icicle through his heart that's right that's right so that's pretty good too and that that makes sense like oh no but betrayed by the one person who made him go there um and meanwhile garber how's it going pal rip it's like uh, on the road he's just sitting in the back of a truck or like a, a van or not, not, like, a, like a bus a bus it's like the end of coming home with john voice <laughs> Your Honor, um, this movie, which touched America at a yeah. time when we needed that healing that only Sean Voigt and Jane Fonda could give us. <laughs> I remember when they used to show us the fucking Deer Hunter one, once a year. Yeah. On Channel Nine, uncut, commercial free, which was on un- maybe one or two commercial breaks actually, which was unheard of in how America television worked. You know, uncut completely and because it was an important movie and i remember the first time watching going and when they started cursing and i'm sitting here fuck 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 and it took me like three fucks before i looked over at my sister and was like what 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 are we watching (laughs) and then my mom escorted us out of uh, the room (laughs) i guess so that was very boring (laughs) i love the deer hunter for all of its faults but the first hour or so, you know, if you're 10 years old, it's not fucking grabbing you. Oh, of course. Of course not. It's a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm a John Cazale mark. If you, you know, one of my favorite actors, like, oh, five movies, all of them fucking great. You know, that's yeah. something. Mm-hmm. And okay. So Dark kills Nate, as we mentioned. Um, and when Nate's dying, he looks up. When Aberration Nate's dying and Amaya's holding him 
he says, don't be a douche, which leads her to be like, uh, pardon me? Mm-hmm. But then it's, it's to Nate above her. And he's like, I won't, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Really? You didn't like it. Like Nora didn't really? Nora's like, what's a dude? Uh, a jerk. A jerk. Gee, that's what you're gonna say. If anybody ever asks, you're gonna say jerk. Did she give the that. same look Amaya gave? So, <laughs> no, because it was reminding him of their conversation. It was good. He he was there. That's what he was there to do. He realized like that I gotta die here eventually, mm-hmm. but I gotta make sure that this guy lets her know how much he cares so sarah has the spear but thawne shows up and he's zipping around them and one of them says oh it's this guy again he says not that guy these guys and fucking like a hundred thawns show up all mm-hmm. vibrating yeah scary Fuck. like if you're gonna do this like uh why can't i get more yeah <laughs> and he gives them another chance to hand over the spear. Sarah tries to use it. Thon's just toying with them. All the Thons are just toying with them, zipping around, knocking them out, not ripping their hearts out. That because he's Thon. All the Thons are fucking stupid, and uh, <laughs> he, they're super smart. But you know, this is what supervillains do. Just gonna fuck around with them for a little while until yeah. you give me that fucking spear. Yeah, and then it's, sometimes they do stuff. Yeah, and sometimes they kill Ray, and sometimes they don't. I and mean, maybe he's like, I didn't like having the blood of Christ and Ray Palmer on my on my gloves. I'd rather mm. just fuck around with them because that's what bad guys do. In- I just remember right back at the start of the season when he just like put his vibrating hands through that old uh, that JSA guy. The JSA guy. Like, that was badass. Like, oh my God, this guy is... He's killed a lot more people on the flash like that yeah. than he does in this one season of life. Yeah. So... A little convenient, but whatever. So she gives... Like so... Yeah. Well, no, he likes to do that while staring at you and do it slow. You know, because yeah. he, he's a super villain. Sure. And... So Sarah gives the spear to Amaya, who starts to use it because she just doesn't think she can control it. But Maya gets knocked out. Sarah has to use it. And she uses the spear and she creates a reality. And the reality is movie night with her dead sister, Laurel, watching Wizard of Oz. Hmm. And she quickly realizes this isn't real. And and dead Laurel tells her that she's got to do what she's got to do. And the spear doesn't need someone pure of heart, but it needs Sarah fucking Lance. And maybe it's just because I know all the Arrow backstory. I really enjoy these two together. I thought this was kind of nice. Yeah, I guess you, it is. Because well, I didn't know their relationship exactly. I was yeah, assuming it, this was your sisters. sister. Yeah, that's what I assumed. Sisters, sisters. That's Black yeah. Canary. Yeah, she was, she was Black Canary. Got it. And, uh, you, know, you know, my baby girl to Black Canary. You remember him? Yeah. <laughs> so... They're back to the reality. Thon grabs the spear. He tries to use it, but uh-uh. Sarah did, made one change. She depowered the spear. And I love that touch. I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. And I yes. love it. How do you do that? How do you do that? Because she can Could change reality own? with the spear. So she was playing 3D chess and goes, well, if I'm going to change reality, I'm going to make this not magical anymore. And no one thought to do that except, I see. except for her. Okay. And okay. it's like, oh, you mother. Because no, who would? Who would Who would think? And who would want to do that? Who yeah. would want to do that? And so she's like super pure of heart and yes, yada, super yada, pure of heart. She's yeah. a paragon. She's a, yeah. believe me, they introduced the idea of paragons of the universe uh in these shows. Sarah Lance is a paragon. Cool. Uh, that's 
uh, flash forwarding to Crisis on Infinite Earth, which is their giant crossover they do, which I love, but yeah. it tries to fit a lot of shit, even into five episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's super fun, but you, you, there's a lot of filling in shit on that, much like the comic was. So he's about to kill her with a spear. And, and she says, well, about that, she did one other thing. She brought the black flash and he shows up and he fucking kills Thom. And he just disintegrates away while he's. Yeah, and that was really satisfying. Loved it. Loved yeah, it. and that looked great. It looked really good. Um, that's what I mean. Like, that's what we got with Vandal Savage times three. And then we finally got this at the end. It just wasn't, it was just so, it just took a weird way to get there. I really think, I really do think they should have stuck with the 16. I think they could have shrunk this down somehow into 16. Well, yeah, I'm going to agree to disagree because I really enjoyed these. But as, here we go, Black Flash, he runs over to Sarah and growls. I was like, was that Black Flash for thanks? Because I, (laughs) I'm trying to catch this asshole forever. Lock me up in a cage. Thanks. Mm. Oh. <laughs> and, Can I eat you now? No, you're not one you're of them. You're not a flash. I you're only not. eat flashes. I see. I thought he was going to be slow when I heard the name. I thought I'd catch him right away. I mean, I'm clearly a white guy. I'm clearly a white guy under the black costume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but, I understand why people get these speedsters and speedster related demons. A lot of confusion. A lot of history. Anyways, got to run. Uh, uh, there's a speedster with a broken leg on Earth 42. <laughs> um, uh, still, uh, believe it or not, I'm still quite hungry. <laughs> so, as as the uh, other Sarah fades away, she looks at uh, Sarah and says, "Legends never die," and fades away. And yeah, Nate says, uh, "You know what?" I, I realize how corny it was, but it works for me. It, just, it would have been so much more satisfying if she was like the one who did like, like that was imagine that line just before she does something to really to be the ultimate sacrifice. Legends never die. Boom. Bing, and then like crazy. Right. She's the only she, screen with well, white it's light. Funny, it's funny because she's the only survivor of the team, but except for Rip, who's just off camera, yeah. which and makes Garber. me fucking and Garber, who's up to his elbows. Well, Garber's in the alternate reality. It doesn't matter. Rip's there. He's literally there. He doesn't get okay. Aberration right. Rip gets he he does he get to say some rousing thing to the team? Nope. Right. Nothing. And also, I don't like I didn't love his send-off speech with Sarah. Yes, I where did. he so yes. yeah, go, that's coming up. No, right? no, that's where we're at. Let's talk about it right now. Yeah. He, uh, he rips leaving the ship. He's like, Sarah, you're you're better than I am ever as a captain. I'm gonna go find my own thing. Uh you know, uh, yeah, ask her just, for yeah. permission, permission to depart, Captain. And I, I thought it was fine. That's good. I like that it's with her. I like that it. It's good that it. Like it didn't have to be a schmaltzy thing. But it, it did feel like like I made you know, a cake. You'd established I left it in thing. the mess hall. Yeah, but you left. You'd established that this guy has a relationship with the ship. He left you going. <laughs> Words cannot express how I felt about you and the team, Sarah. I've left you. You remind me, I've cakes. got an exhaust port to say goodbye to. <laughs> Go fill your fat faces with cake and yeah. rum. Just please, just leave. Yeah, just fill it. There's lots of cake. 
Um, I haven't cleaned that. Yeah, that room is still shaken up. It's just a big it's just nothing but ugh. cake all over the ants, floor. Ants yeah. everywhere. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, infested. Yeah, they're, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to fast. Uh, they're gonna have to time cream. travel to 2020 Colorado and get all the buttercream. Yeah, you know, they're gonna have to time travel to 2020 Colorado and get their number one fan to do their I pest like control. I love it. Uh, writes itself. Let's get me on this fucking show while it's still around, yeah. motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, people. So Mick takes. So Snart and Dark are in the brig. Merlin's been returned to his crappy apartment in 2016. Mick takes uh, Snart back to where he was recruited by the Legion, and he tells him, "He's like, you've been a better, you, you become a better man, and so do I." You know, and flashes his memories away with the Men in Dark, Men in <laughs> Black, Dark, yeah. Men in Black thing. And Sarah puts Dark back in '87 in his dope Wait Miami Vice. Men in Dark is the, in is dark. the gay porn spoof. Yes, of, of from Legends Black. in Tomorrow. No, of Legends in Tomorrow. Of Legends of Men, Men, Men in Dark. Because <laughs> it's just about Damien Dark. It's, it's the Damien Dark. Well, he was an Arrow, an entire season of Arrow. Yeah. I think it just the Damien Dark porn. Dark. Porn, <laughs> gay porn spinoff. Men in Men Dark. In da- okay, for the cameo. We're gonna ask him to pitch oh, no. this fucking show. No. We can't we can't hear about this at all. Please look out for men in dark. Things aren't going well. We're just gonna ask him to, or they're going great. Yeah. To, we're, gonna, we're gonna ask him to say to plug Gideon guys and their upcoming project, Men in Dark. Men in dark and okay. that's all we need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, course, so we gotta we gotta put more thoughts into that. Nah, they're, <laughs> hey, they're no bad ideas. Uh, okay. <laughs> so he tells Sarah, he's like, oh, you put me back on the path to kill your sister. And she's like, she says, well, I'm fine with that. Earlier when she like fights him in World War One, that was a cool fight. And she gets the knife to his throat and he's like, well, go ahead and kill me. He's like, death would be you know, too good for you or something. It was really cool. She looks super badass because she knows. I know you've been wanting to see her kill him, buddy. Yeah. She knows she's got to put him back in the fucking timeline and she's good with it now. She, yeah. she doesn't need to kill him now. I don't know how you feel. I know you really wanted to see her no, kill him. Fine. No, it's fine. It works. Well, he doesn't. You know, he's. You know, we've no, we've not good. seen like the last fine. of Damien Dark on the show, yeah. my friend. No, that's good. That's good. I assumed. Hey, guys, still doing cameos. I don't think that's just on two seasons. Plus the arrow dollars? stuff. Yeah, maybe oh. it's more. I mean, maybe I got it wrong. We have to look again. If it says four hundred, I'm going to be very disappointed. Uh, 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 but if it's even close to that, it, that is happening. So Mick says, "Hey, let's go to Aruba." There's a time quake. Stein, immediately being the prick he is, yells, "Well, that's what happens when you put Mister Rory in charge of navigation." I was like, "Fuck off!" Right back at it. <laughs> he just on and on, and they take out a building. Hopefully, there was nobody in that. That's yeah. some of that comic oh, book collateral damage oh, shit that God. looks cool. Yeah. But yeah. you're like, wait, what? Yeah. They took out like, the entire least, top of a building. I'm going to say hundreds. Hundreds dead. dead. <laughs> if we're lucky. <laughs> and Jack's like, oh, can I go five minutes without crashing the fucking ship? Which was fun. And they crashed in Los Angeles 2017. And they're surrounded by dinosaurs and futuristic buildings amongst uh, the, the normal buildings. Ray says, oh boy, which I, look, uh, quantum leap. that's a quantum yeah. leap reference. I'm sorry. I think it's totally a quantum leap re- a reference. And 
by the way, a lot of people really hated that final episode of Quantum Leap. I think it's fucking genius, and everyone who doesn't like it can suck it. Mm. <laughs> we'll talk about it another time. I don't think you've seen it, right? No, I've seen it. Do you didn't like it? He never goes home. Strong. He never don't goes have, home. I know. I know. I don't have strong feelings one way or You the other. better have strong feelings about it. <laughs> it means Sorry. that much to me. But Sarah looks at all this and says, guys, I think we broke time. And yeah. that's the end of season two. That's the yeah. cliffhanger. Um, I've dipped a little into season three. And what I do remember is there is a change in tone that is evident i think from the first episode on cool oh, yeah wow. there is a huge all those tones of like the comic and i don't mean comic book i mean comic sensibilities you really start to pick up in the first episode of season three it's where they really are uh, finding what cool. the show becomes right season on. one was what it was mm-hmm. this was the big superhero adventure that's tied to the arrowverse yeah season three we also get speaking of the arrowverse the best of the crossovers which mm-hmm. is crisis on earth x all of this is coming up in 2021 when gideon guys returns in 2021 so yeah. we want to thank all of you who listen our our, our silent minority yeah yeah but we, but we see the, we see that you guys listen we see the numbers we, we know yeah. you listen and we and really do we really it's so appreciate cool, man. it. Uh, that's something that started uh, out of COVID. Now we're, we're two seasons in. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the no end in sight. <laughs> oh, but, I've uh, already thought of ideas. I'm time. already thinking of ideas from when legends end. I'm like, when are we going to switch over to? Uh, <laughs> awesome. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just <clears throat> deep space nine. <clears throat> Interesting. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll I was just see, saying, buddy. just put it out there. Put it out all there. Right. We've got a long ways to go before we get yeah, there, buddy. For sure. I'm going to convert a Star Wars fan to the best and most underrated Star Trek show right. of all time. Uh, that's that's how we do this. Uh, and and in, instead of two seasons of shit, three before we get, it gets good. Uh, but, Maybe. <laughs> or we just pick a few episodes here and there, just random stuff. Anyway, we could talk about that another time. We're going to be talking about a lot on Mystery Titans Theater. Again, uh, go to YouTube, subscribe at Jarvis Washing Machine. Do it, do it now. You don't yeah. even have to watch. We're not even asking you to watch it. We'd <laughs> love it if you did. Yeah, just yeah. go you subscribe to, to it. It'll really help us out. And, yeah, thanks, and last guys. but not least, we want to wish all of you a wonderful, wonderful holiday season from both Travis yeah. and I. Uh, we love all of you for listening. Uh, Travis, this has been another great season. Uh, we'll yeah. talk in a couple of weeks. Thank you once again. So, yeah. On behalf of the Gideon guys, uh, happy holidays, and we'll talk to you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Adios.